0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I'm Reed.
1: And I'm Maddie.
0: And we've got a little fun little crew tonight. We've got me, Reed, and Maddie. Annie was going to join us, but then she called out sick. How rude of her that bitch. No, I'm just kidding. She is actually on her way to go meet up with Mo and his partner, who were boots on the ground today, styling Madison Lacroix for the Southern Charm reunion. So they are kicking around New York City. And I was like, what are you doing here, Annie?
2: Like, go fucking party. Go have a good time. (laughs) Everybody should be partying tonight by the time this episode airs. Pink Friday 2. Will be in stores. Everybody, give it up for Pink. Allegedly,
1: Pink Friday. Pink Friday is
3: in stores tomorrow. Give it up for Pink Friday, you guys.
2: <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> if allegedly, if the album comes out, don't tonight. don't play games with me, Maddie. By the time this <laughs> episode is out, she will have an album out. I sw- oh my god, if she does I that. will say, I will say, she is like putting out
0: like like. I mean, um. The record label, like, Republic Records, is also, like, advertising it. So,
2: like, I, I think it's...
0: She well, has to put it out. She's best. going
1: on Watch What Happens Live.
2: You guys are on... Well, she's going on Watch What Happens Live next week. And that's why I got a little nervous when they announced that. I'm like, why are you going there so far away from Friday? What's happening? Are you delaying it again? Because she... If you guys are not addicted to Twitter, which, um, you know, I could... I I don't understand that lifestyle. um. <laughs> Nikki has delayed the album she it was supposed to come out November 17th. I am the biggest. Am I a Nikki fan? Pull up in the Sri, Lanka. The Sri Lanka. Am I a Nikki
3: fan? Pull up in the Sri Lanka.
2: What? Yeah. This is Bravo related because she has been on Watch What Happens Live before. She's hosted the Potomac Reunion. She is a Bravo fan, and next week, I think, because Kathy Hilton is her biggest fan, and Kathy Hilton is in all of her fucking comments being like, can't wait for your new music queen. I really do think it's going to be Nikki and Kathy together. At Watch on it. Watch
1: What Happens Live? You think both?
2: Yeah, because there's usually two guests. Kathy was literally just on, though. I yeah. know, that's why I was like, oh, will they really bring her back? But, but- she... She literally said, I
0: could see the doorbell ringing and like Kathy coming out and saying hi, but like, that's about it.
2: I guess that's true. Cause she literally said, let's do an Instagram live soon. So I just could see Andy Cohen <laughs> being like, why don't we get you together? It would be iconic. Come on. Like, it ugh. would,
1: it would be I very wonder. iconic. But I think Nicki Minaj is also at the stature where she does a single alone, watch what happens live. Cause that's what like the big stars do.
0: Yeah, I agreed. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, they just, it's had... Nicki
1: Minaj, Nicki Lewis. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say her ass could take up. Nicki soon. the hair juggle Bobby, Nicki the. <laughs> Her right, her right cheek is first chair next to Andy's. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh yeah, so it's gonna be a fun little crew tonight. We're missing Annie, but she is partying with our modesto and Mo was boots on the ground at the Southern Charm reunion, and we heard it was fire and that it's gonna be a really fucking good reunion. So stay yeah, tuned I'm excited. For that. I'm so excited, I'm ready for it. But anyways, without further ado, let's get into...
4: That's my opinion!
0: We want to talk about the recent episode of Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars season just wrapped. Ariana came in third place, sadly. Uh, But she tore. She fucking ate it up. And- she
1: she ate it up, and then at the end, obviously, at every single the end of every single Dancing with the Stars reunion, they announced that they're going on tour and their tour dates and who's all going. And Ariana wasn't on tour, and everyone was kind of like, "Hmm, why is she not on tour?" Next day, pops out, she is going to be the star of Chicago. She's going to be Roxy in Chicago, so she's making her Broadway debut. Like this bitch is a star.
2: Okay, going see Roxy. <laughs> Isn't dun, roxy, dun, like? Dun, 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 dun. haven't like so many bravo celebrities been
0: roxy um no so many bravo celebrities have been on chicago but not all of them have been roxy lisa Rinna was roxy um erica jane was roxy that's what i'm tra- <laughs> that's what i'm nini, saying so many no, Bra- that's two nini leaks was mama morton
2: okay um was, and then it was luanne i don't think luanne was on did luanne never do a broadway show i feel like she did
0: no,
1: I mean, after we, we saw heard... her this weekend. Do you think she did a Broadway? <laughs> we would
0: have not heard the end of it. if she Actually, was on that's very
2: really true. She would have like everywhere she goes, she'd be like Broadway actress, singer, and uh, I would have she would like star, that Louis time Anderson. that
0: I was on broad uh, Broadway I was on Broadway. <laughs> um, no, they said I think it was f- at least five. Five Bravo webs have been on. Um. Been in Chicago. I'm trying it's to think of like the else. Ryan
2: Murphy American horror story of like Bravo liberties Like, whoever is in charge of Chicago is like, Oh, another one, let's get let's make her Roxy too. <laughs> I'm trying to
0: think. Oh, it was Erica Jane, Candy was Mama Morton too, and then Nene, and then Lisa Renna, and now
2: Ariana. So that makes five. The Bravo to Broadway pipeline is alive, I mean, but yet
1: sick. Tom Sandoval is singing karaoke in a west hollywood bar nice.
2: uh where he belongs honestly um i'm excited for the new season of vanderpump just a little sidebar um i'm i mean we we haven't really seen a lot but they keep doing little promo teasers we haven't seen like anything really actually but it's like the it, they're like, building they're building the okay they're promoting it more than nikki's promoting Pink friday too i'll say that hey uh, yeah, the yeah there you go there, there you, you got go. the little slow <laughs> dina deadly whatever. hey guys in
0: the corner, right here, if you can see in the corner, there's a uh, word of the night uh, drink every time you hear Reed say Nikki. Um, <laughs> if you hurt, okay, at the end of the show, Reed said Nikki 535 times. Don't Do drive, not drive if you've home. been drinking. <laughs> get an Uber. <laughs>
2: um, yeah,
0: but anyways. Reed you just going to get lashing? I'm too
1: excited. i excited. <laughs> It's his Christmas. It's his Christmas. I
0: know. I'm just like playing with, I, I I would be the same way about like if a Lana album was coming out tonight or something like that. But, um, Lana hasn't starved me as much as Nikki has starved the barb. So I, I mean, will,
2: I'm also a Lana Nader, So I get it. Like, yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, no, Ariana, I, I would love to go see her in. And apparently she's like, she was trained in, I didn't know that she was trained in theater. She was like a what theater is- major. Yeah, if
1: most of the, if you look at the staff, the staff of Vanderpump, well, yeah, the staff. Anyway, the characters on Vanderpump, they all went to L.A. for a dream. Most of them wanted to be actors or musicians or models. So, yeah, <laughs> she she came up that way. That's why she moved to L.A. in the first place to be. But I thought actress. I thought she
0: was now trying to be
2: a comedian. Oh, wow. that's right. I thought Maddie was gonna say a lot of these staff they moved to LA with a dream to serve goat <laughs> cheese balls and
1: a <laughs> <pallet> <laughs>
2: on
0: the yes, patio.
1: that was their um, dream. But-
2: I'm currently doing
0: a Vanderpump rewatch from season one, and I'm making my brother watch it with me. And it's always so fun when you make like someone who's like never seen it like watch it with you. Um, and season one is such. such- season a, two is
1: even better
0: i know i can't wait i was like i can't wait for season two but like season one is just like a time capsule like it is just like watching a goddamn it's like opening a time capsule you're like that era was truly like the chunky necklace the sock bun um like the american apparel hoodie like no, all it's, of those it's like
4: true.
0: it's so crazy to watch it i don't know it's just like such a time capsule i'm obsessed and like it's it's so funny like i was watching the reunion like part one it's just one part but the season one reunion and they were talking about when sheena put the sunscreen on Jax's back during the pride float and lisa vanderpump is like she put sunscreen on him not a condom like you need to calm down and i was like oh my god and i was like but honestly lisa like I'd be fucking pissed if I was Stasi and I saw that. I would be so angry. Well,
1: yeah, especially no if it's a girl one touches you don't my
0: like. Man's back. I, I'd be pissed. Because it's not like you're like it, it, it's it's a little sensual rubbing on the back and rubbing in <laughs> sunscreen and stuff. Like I would I'd be pissed if I saw my boyfriend getting rubbed down by another man like that.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I'd be so mad. Like I would I would raise hell. I, I would be probably worse than Stasi to be real.
2: Not right, to <laughs> miss her every day
0: um but let's uh pivot from vanderpump rules let's go into the news about orange county there's a lot mm. of pre-orange county news coming out one of that being that alexis bellino jesus jugs is now currently dating john jansen which is <gasps> shannon bedore's ex-boyfriend and uh wow slate smiley 2.0
1: no, it's weird. Like when it first came out, I'm like, "Oh, this has to be a joke." And then every single news outlet was reporting on it, and it's—it almost makes me look at John worse than I would Alexia, Alexis, Alexia, Alexis, Alexis. Um, makes me oh. look at John worse because way worse. He is a homie hopper one, and he just wants the fame. Not a. That's hom- why he's with. <laughs> That's why he's with Jesus Jugs because he, he wants to be, be on fame. On-
2: but he never wanted to be on camera with shannon no i don't i i, I think he played that i i think he fooled us
0: what I, think he wa- he I think that. he said
2: that what if it if, was just shannon he actually wants to be on camera but with alexis
1: you know that's for sure true he did not like shannon
0: no i think he just wants i think he's just a fame hungry guy but it's like more subdued it's like he likes the idea of being with like a famous person and being yeah. and being well known i don't think he likes like to be the star i don't think he's not like there's different guys that like are on these shows that you can tell like you know we like peter a whole lot better than than we like patricia you know what i'm saying like yeah like there's the ones that like want the camera time like joe gorga you know Mm -hmm. those kind of men but like i feel like john jansen just like almost like the status and the idea of it i think he's a different kind of beast
1: yeah he poor shannon she cannot find a good man to save her life but the we weir- now that we're talking about like the fame hungry of john jansen it's not confirmed that alexis alex my god uh, who what's her name
4: alexis <laughs> Belino.
1: alexis why do i keep saying alexia
4: alexia um,
1: because it's past my bedtime and i shouldn't be recording um <laughs> but She might not even be filming this upcoming season of Royal Housewives of Orange County. So why is he even homie hopping to her?
0: Well, I've got a lot of opinions on this. And I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on because apparently they're all saying that Alexis is out. Uh, Apparently, Alexis. I sound like that kid from Ellen. Apparently. 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 Uh (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. Uh, Alexis was in talks with Bravo about coming onto the Real Houses of Orange County with a full-time contract. And uh, Bravo really wanted her. Obviously, this is a huge storyline. Uh, yeah, Bravo. So that kind of makes sense. She was at BravoCon. She also said the shadiest thing at BravoCon when she was like, that's the only person up here who hasn't slept with Slade Smiley. And I'm like, but you're with the Slade Smiley 2.0, girl. You're starting the new era. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and... Uh, reed and i met her at ron that was a key that was uh don't remember it
2: but god bless her
0: (laughs) i had so much fun with jesus (laughs) jugs and i want her on the real house of orange county i think that the answer and the success of the real house of orange county right now is not bringing in new blood it's bringing in old blood and i think that has been working like bringing back heather bringing back tamra it's like and i'm gonna kill bravo right now for giving vicky the Lifetime achievement roar award at bravo and then not giving her a full-time contract i'm gonna i'm gonna kill them i'm literally gonna kill them
1: i I'm feel so like that irritated. was
2: their it doesn't of, make sense no i feel like that was their way of like laying her to rest like they were like we're gonna give you this like you know like it's like the mt the vma's video vanguard award <laughs>
0: i see what you're saying reed but that's so evil like i hate yes, that they i know, know it is. they they know how bad she wants to be back on that show like she's literally foaming at the mouth like li- get get her her orange it's like and then she also did like a good job as like a guest this season like she was like uh, I, I, loved tam- I loved tam i love taylor but she was better than as she should have been a friend of um uh, if taylor was a friend of vicky should have been a friend of vicky and she should have
2: been a friend of but i feel like she I, I just feel like she did well because of that role that limited role she was given similar to Mary Cosby. And I feel like they play a they play a very great role in that space. Making her full time, who knows? Like maybe it would be fine. I don't I don't have the OC backlog. It would like, be oh, yeah, fine. you don't you don't have any skin in this game, Reed
0: with Vicky Victoria I photo do, insurance
2: gunvalson. I mean, her reputation precedes her, and I do think she's like a great. So I'll say that. She is the great. She's our George Washington. She is like... <laughs> our
0: do we, like, think
1: she she is. <laughs> do we think she wasn't offered a full-time contract because they can't afford to have her and Tamara? Like, maybe it's all about money.
0: It could be all about money, but like... They guys, like
1: apparently, also with this um, Orange County update, there's maybe two new hu- housewives coming on. So that's mm-hmm. a lot of chump change. Plus, Gina Casita and Emily Hip they have been on for a while so they're probably making more money too uh
0: apparently they're on like their their contracts are like up in the air i guess all the contracts have gone out um i heard numerous different things i heard that alexis denied the offer that bravo gave her for full time they that they said that they lowballed her um i heard that she just didn't accept the first offer and that they were renegotiating you heard I- i I heard one person on Twitter saying that's enough source for me. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm gonna believe it. I'm putting the tip of my hat <laughs> on. A I'm minute, going on because
2: it. you and Mo are always dragging me for. They're like Reed will believe anything on Twitter, and you see one tweet. That is not you. me.
0: That is Mo. That is a went and pull it up. Pull it up whenever I've done that to you because I've I never said, done that to him. you.
2: Name them. Name them. Name them. Name them. Name name that is I, not for I, I me. Love you two together, honestly. <laughs> I know you do. Right. Frickin' frack. I knew
0: knew you were gonna say that, bitch. (laughs) I was like waiting for you to say that. You guys
2: are the green eyed bandits. We are kind of the green eyed bandits. I'm Karen Huger, bitch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I'm just all not Robin. So, anyways, (laughs) (laughs) Mo's not here. I love how, whenever it's like one of us is not on the podcast, it's just like that person's roast session. Like,
2: (laughs) like... y'all gave me Shannon and the Trace Amigas, but joke's on you because I love it. well you eat it you fill that role perfectly ah, you know
0: <laughs> the it's way okay,
2: that yeah. means that means john j Jan- i have a john jansen that left me for a jesus Jans- who's the who's my jesus jugs who stole my man maddie
0: probably <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, okay. I, I am a Shannon Bedore. Actually, I'm in my Shannon Bedore era. We Sunday. all kind of we, like
1: we all have a little Shannon in us. We, <laughs> we,
2: all, we and we all have a little Tamara. Some of us more than others. Mo, Oh, Mo. <laughs> I feel like we we all dip our toes in the wall and the Trace <laughs> Dominguez uh, waters. <laughs> do you guys
1: you guys know that quote from um, the cast of Victorious? I think we're all singers. I think we all sing. I think we all <laughs> sing right now.
0: <laughs> me and maddie just recorded a patreon episode that's coming out soon all about married medicine take a listen sign up for the patreon when that comes out um if you're not subscribed to it already but me and maddie were just going back and forth with the chronically online twitter references reed's gonna cackle (laughs) i haven't sent it to reed yet i'm gonna send it tomorrow on my layover but like reed's gonna cackle at the amount of times that we said oh that's not (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh that's not
0: we are like in a sense and like
3: oh that's not. in the sense that no you know what i mean
2: <laughs> in the sense that
1: <laughs> no we it was bad guys. it was it, so
2: bad we
0: just
1: if you're not a, have, a like, patreon the subscriber best, like, that's the best re- reaction
2: when you don't have when you're gagged just being like oh that's not <laughs> oh that's not oh that's not reed's uh. reed's got it. the
0: clack is gonna hit 12 12- o'clock tonight and then it's gonna hit 1201 and there's gonna be no pig friday too
2: and he's gonna be oh that's not that's not <laughs> oh that's, <laughs> it's
0: gonna
2: be real bad i'm gonna be sutton in the magic Mike show no, he's i'm on the be, board of gonna, the american ballet association reed is gonna know reed is going to if she
0: does not drop this album tonight he's you're gonna see an ai generated picture on twitter with whatever coins that he has left of gag city and it's gonna be like Here is a live viewing in Gag City in the front of the Barb's Nicki Minaj (laughs) mansion where the (laughs) crowd of Barb's are out there with the guillotine waiting for Miss Nicki Minaj to come out because we're going to chop her hat off. Okay,
2: I... Um absolutely will do that. And did you know that your coins on being AI regenerate every so many hours? So I'm back who, up 25
0: Who four. Wasn't it the who wasn't <laughs> in Elvis? The chat. <laughs> They're like, Reed, are you out of coins yet? And Reed was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't
2: know. There was a little coin icon in the right corner that I had not looked at and it went from twenty-five to like two. And when Elvis goes, Reed, did you know there's coin you are you out of coins? I was like, What do you mean am I out of coins? <laughs> I'm just in making Reed was like, This <laughs>
4: little. Guess. City
2: AI images all fucking day. Um yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so
0: Orange County. <laughs> you no, know, like my dream Orange County cast for season 18 um would have to be uh Heather Tamra, Jen Perdranti, uh Shannon Bador, um uh, Alexis Bellino, Emily Simpson. Obviously, it's not happening now, but Vicky Gunvalson would have been that seventh housewife for me. But I guess a new housewife, one of the newbies that they're testing yeah. with. But I just think it's time to let Gina Casita go. But they're not going to because of this whole DOI thing.
1: Yeah, my children let the go. My children. My children. <laughs> children. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like my favorite. Like Shannon, <laughs> Shannon, what you said was so hurtful, Shannon. <laughs> I I I like I like walking around and just impersonating Gina Casita. Like it's yeah, you're, that one's probably your like,
1: best, one of your best impressions. It's one of
0: my favorite Gina. ones to do. It's like
1: you are a sloppy chihuahua. Go on, win.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Bring back Kelly Dodd. Okay, <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, that's not.
1: Oh, that's not. No, in a sense, sense it like. <laughs>
0: okay anyways hopefully we see alexis bolito in some capacity on the new show because i just i i hate when they do this when they fumble like a bag of like a storyline where there's like like uh the most recent one i can think of where it was just like a a, a perfect season was right there right in the lap of the real Housewives of atlanta with fallon porsche yep. body of it all it was right there and we did not get it um and I would hate for us to go down the same path with this John Orange Jansen, County. Orange County stuff and then just not see Alexis Bolino on the show. Like, I just think that's like ridiculous. And I think it's like time for the Alexis Alexisons.
1: I agree. <laughs> 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 okay.
0: <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to give you guys the floor to talk about uh, the Countess Luann show that you guys just attended.
1: Okay, yeah. So Countess Luann came to Chicago last week and Reed and a few of our friends bought tickets, and it was day of. And I was just like, I'm so jealous you guys are going. Like, I wish I could go. But listeners, you know, I've talked about it many times. I've been laid off from my job. So I don't have a little extra coin to go to Luann just on the weekend. And Reed was like, it's your Christmas present you're coming with. So Reed got to bring me. And it was so much fun. I had more fun than I thought I was going to have. Like, I it was so it was a good fun. group of friends. Um, Luann is so... Just so unaware that she thinks she's Beyonce. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. In the small little theater in Chicago, she thinks she's Beyonce performing Renaissance in Paris.
2: I'll give it to you. She's a performer and, she, and she's a performer and she's giving the people what they want. Or no, she's a showman.
1: And <laughs> Yeah, she's, she's, she's a showman. She is a showman. She a showman
0: I saw her in DC for her Christmas show like a few years back and it truly is so, like, it, it would kill a pilgrim. Like, S. no, would
1: it, it, like would it would totally kill. It, it
0: would <laughs> like, I think there's did she do this part with this bit with you guys where there's a whole video of her making Exile Frances?
1: No, um, we had other videos. There was like things
0: like there were like kooky things like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, and she comes out, she sings covers and people, but also. Like, of course, this bitch thinks she's Beyonce because people are going insane, We're gagging. gagging, people are gagging for gag. Everyone's jumping gag. up and down. Everyone's screaming. I-, I, got, was really fucking I got to
2: ask her a question. Thanks to our dear friend G. He knew the drag queen that was running mics around asking people questions. So he made eye contact with her, called her name. She came over. Everyone did me a favor, was pointing at me. Choose him. Choose him. I kind of froze because like I, had, we had been drinking. Uh, no, it's, actually <laughs> the funniest,
0: it's actually the funniest oh, video. ever. And,
2: the, and so I was like, I was like, what, like what question? And like, there were all these people in my ear trying to give me question ideas, but G just kept reiterating, like ask her who her like least favorite person to film with or something, like ask her that kind of question. And so I was like, I have to do that. I have to be messy. Cause like people had asked good questions, but no one had really gone that messy. And so it gets <laughs> over to me and I'm like, hi, I'm Reed. First of all, you're in my top three, and it's not number three. And she was like, "Oh, thank you, dear. Better not be number two either." Uh, <laughs> Dude, that was so fun. That was so funny to me because then Reed was like, clearly, like, like you're not
0: my number one, and Reed was like, I "Yeah."
4: Was like, oh,
2: okay, I feel bad, honestly, guys. I have a confession. She's actually, I, I, last time I ranked, she was my fourth because I have care. I have Nini not K- the fourth i mean Karen huger and kim richards and then luann but i think i can move luann into kim richards spot because kim hasn't been on in a while
1: yeah good call
2: um that's a good and call. i love luann i just i i know uh, like for some people it's just it's sonia or someone else and i love sonia de- so much sonia's like number five actually but luann is like just something about her just it's like housewives to me and yeah. for me she's my roni lady like she's yeah the f- i like i think of and so, yeah, it really is an all star. She's it was a truly all star. Like, it was exactly as she is on Rony. Like, she's very smart. With Wait, her. you have
1: to tell him your question.
2: Oh, yeah. So, the question was, <laughs> was your least favorite to film with. And everyone's like, oh, like everyone was cheering. Everyone loved this messy question. Let's just play it, actually.
4: We have your next question right here. What's
2: your name? Read. Reed. Hey, Reed. And what's your question for the win? First of all, you're in my top three, and it's not number three. Aww. <laughs> Thank you, Raina. I better be number one. Uh,
0: <laughs> I yeah, two. I yeah, number two. It's not number two either. who's your least favorite castmate ever? Who? Who? No, Kristen is actually sweet, and she's on the Ultimate Girls Trip coming up. Um, okay, Carol Radzil.
2: And there you have it. So, Louis, I loved the dramatic pause. She's like, she's like, Carol Rodswell and then she's like, walks <laughs> over, <laughs> like the whole. It was crowd like, goes crazy, crowd goes, crazy, goes wild. Crazy. Reed like, bro, Chandler asked the most intense stash. question. It was like the Hunger Games. We all thought she was gonna say Bethany. She must really hate Carol. God, she really fucking hates Carol. Yeah, I kind of forgot that she didn't like. I kind of am like, it's like I blacked that out in my Roni memory.
1: Yeah, it's because Carol dated Luann's niece's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. And Adam. His name was Adam, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. was like
1: on the season then for like he Whoa, was on like three like other seasons. Yeah.
2: So he fun fun fact. Adam was from Des Moines, Iowa. I was a news reporter in Des Moines, Iowa. He and his dad. His dad had a pilot license. They were flying a private plane, and it like malfunctioned, and his dad had to emergency land, and they like it. They could have died. I did a news story about it. Adam was in New York. He was still dating Carol Radswell at the time. I just didn't watch Housewives. <gasps> People were like, oh, he's dating that housewife of New York. I was like, oh, I don't know. They're like, she's older than him. She's older than him. And I got to interview him on like Skype. And then I got to go to his dad's house. He's a very wealthy family, beautiful home. And I got to go to his dad's house and interview his dad about like them basically coming close to death. They were clo- they- they're close to death. <laughs> <laughs> Reed Chandler. Isn't that a crazy How,
0: story?
2: Um, what's crazier is
0: that you have not mentioned this on the podcast once ever. <laughs> there's a Bravo it. podcast that you've never, you've never just casually dropped that, like, you interviewed Adam from Roni and to was once, in his dad's house and interviewed him because he almost died in a private place. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the fuck? To, to, once, to once again quote Miss Sutton Strack, there's a lot y'all don't know about me sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: That um, was shocking.
0: That was shocking.
2: Yeah, yeah. My mouth was a gape. Yeah. I was like, I truly was like, whoa, what the hell?
0: Yeah, that your
1: face was so funny. He was,
2: he's like a vegan chef. Like I looked on his yeah. Website,
1: like
2: he's like a yogi. He was really hot. I was like, damn. The dad? No, the Adam.
1: Oh I would well, go duh. For, I would Adam's go, hot.
2: I would go for the dad probably. He's like a I, vegan think
0: Adam, yeah, I think Adam. I think Mike,
1: me. our friend Mike, that dates Elvis, gives Adam
0: very. Yep, that is so tea.
1: Right, because like he's a chef and he's like hot and he's like yoga.
2: Oh my god, he is so adam coded! That is so funny. I think it's yeah. so funny that Mike is Elvis's boyfriend, and Elvis knows this group, like, this group knows Elvis first and foremost. And Mike gets, a, like, a weekly shout-out on the podcast. <laughs> on the podcast. Mike yeah. listens, and he's always like, thanks for the shout-out.
1: <laughs> well, because Mike, Mike listens. Elvis is so busy with work. He'll listen, like, once every, like, three weeks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they are texting me right now about Pink Friday, too. And Elvis said to tell the listeners hello. So Elvis and Mike say hi. Oh hi, Elvis We'll have so to have good. like them on the podcast
0: like to get I think it would be I always say because me and um Mike have completely polarizing opposite opinions when it comes to Bravo. Oh. And like we are always like arguing on Twitter, and I just think it would be a
2: fucking key to have him Mike the hates Barlow like, and that's that's hard enough for me to deal oh, with. Oh, I would just um, oh i
0: it would have to be off. a week
1: where it reads off. I don't know if he could handle the, pr- yeah, the pressure. I just,
2: uh, uh It would have to probably be like me and Maddie and <laughs> Mike. <laughs> To put a little bow on the Luann story, um, <laughs> she does a lot of like her, she knows her brand really well. Like she she references iconic moments from Roni from Crappy Lake. She did a Q and A about Crappy Lake. I'm pretty sure, or did she do? A, she did like a Q and A. Um, she, she,
1: yeah, she did. She really referenced Crappy Lake a lot, which I enjoyed because it's like newer stuff that we've only seen once. I Wanted
2: her to like diss Kristen Teekman when I asked who she hates them the most. Yeah, and she was like, no, Kristen's on the new old uh, Ultimate Girls Trip, Roni Legacy with me and it was wait very- can we luann's good at like at like promoting
1: oh for sure can we
0: talk about that for a second because i think luann is the only one promoting that goddamn show Rony legacy i know it's coming out next I, week you guys we're gonna- literally keep
1: forgetting it's coming it, out next week. i
0: know i know and it's like bothering me but you know what i literally do not care i do not care i've been waiting I'm not saying I do not care about Rony Legacy. I don't care about who watches it. If I am the only person that watches that show in the entire world, I will be happy. It'll be a success. I, I want I just have wanted this for three years now. That's like, all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. That's oh. all I wanted. Um, and I've been waiting for this. It's finally coming. I don't care if it's ass. I just literally want to see these women that is not going to
1: be asked because these women on our screen is just good tv even roni's quote bad seasons aren't other than like the leah (laughs) ebony seasons (laughs) but those weren't (laughs) our core girls like our core girls always ate
0: i still argue that that is not the worst season of housewives history period it's just not it's not it's a bad season i'm not saying that it's a good one but it is far from the worst. And there's a lot of other seasons that should have gotten the other. If we're going to go by standards and just cancel everything when they have a bad season,
2: a lot of them should have gotten the chop. Yeah. Potomac would be going six feet under right now (laughs) in (laughs) a (laughs) casket and not unlike the one that uh, uh, I walked out of in this last week's episode (laughs) of married (laughs) to medicine. (laughs) It's. It's rough, but
0: I'm super excited for Rony Legacy that premieres December 14th, right? Yeah, it's yeah next, next Thursday. So. And then Ooh. tonight, as we're recording this episode, Southern Hospitality is back. And I am so excited for oh, Southern Hospitality. I'm, I'm so excited.
1: I was uh, seated, actually. I'm going to pull out the call.
0: Oh, <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: what, you like peanut butter off his dick?
1: What? I'm so confused. I'm so confused. <laughs> Grace
0: Lily, I'm
1: I'm so excited. I really like these those characters last season. Like these people, it's giving old VPR the young, dumb, broke people that are just trying to make a living. Listeners, if you didn't watch last season, I believe it's only like eight or nine episodes. It's
0: really short.
1: Catch up up. and then watch this live because maybe we'll do a little Patreon on it when it comes out. And there's a few episodes because we all like love it. It's a, it's a really easy watch. And if you're hating housewives right now, or some franchises, at least you can get a little palate cleanser.
2: Yeah, it's good. It's It's good. good, Um, it's a good appetizer for the new season of Vanderpump. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. And and guys hop
2: on the train now,
0: because I feel like it's just only getting better. Like I feel like
2: it's only getting better. Um, cuz like now i don't i'm like so intimidated by like southern charm and summer house cuz there's just so much already that i haven't seen. so it's nice to get in on the ground floor with something and watch it as it airs. it feels yeah. way easier to to be a fan, you know? But
0: you yeah. know what i was thinking today as i was like watching um i was watching a lot of bravo today in preference for this episode and um i was thinking about like the adrenaline and like that i had when i was binging housewives for the first time and there was like seasons and seasons and seasons that i had at my like fingertips that i was like can't wait to get to season nine yeah. of the real housewives of atlanta like can't wait to like you know and it was it was just so I uh, I it's,
1: there's like a funny twitter meme it's like when i sit down to watch an episode uh episode one of episode 20 of season eight episodes or something along those lines of like just like cuddling in bed and knowing you have so much tv to watch it's, and it's that exact thing to me like oh, i get so excited when there's like 20 episodes i get to binge i'm like yes
0: so that binge lock me model. in I know I'm that's why that's where I'm at right now with the Crown. I've been like binging the Crown because I like missed like the last season. So like, I had, like the last season to watch part one of this new season. And then part two is dropping, like next week. And I'm like, you got. Wow, I, I have
2: a lot to watch. <laughs> I'm
0: loving, I I'm loving every it. I'm, I love
2: I'm like British royalty I just can't get into. I'm so frustrated. I couldn't get into it. the
1: Crown either. I watched but...
2: like the first two seasons. I'm yeah. sure the Princess Diana seasons are more interesting. They are they are very much more
0: interesting and like, I don't know. I just like, I was telling this to my parents um, the other night. I was like, I just love, like, if it's not reality television, I love a female, like, like shows with strong female characters that have long monologues. So like, <laughs> sca- like, so like scandal I would eat or like, or like Grey's anatomy, you know, like you'd have Meredith being like,
3: no. And you
0: walked out on me and you were the one who left me God. you walked out you know she would go on like these tangents and in the crown you have like princess margaret chef's kiss like every time every time princess margaret is on screen she is like i do not do this for the sovereign i do not blah, and i'm just like e e e e e, and it's just like i love it you actually get through some boring scenes but like the performances are really fucking good like i get why it's gonna be nominated
2: yeah fair enough and like i think it's just nice that we have a new like modern day princess diana with monica garcia so it's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the people's like, princess i feel the people's i feel like i know like what how they felt back then because like i that's how i feel right now and she's misunderstood you know she's misunderstood. yeah and we need a beanie baby but loved <laughs> <laughs> and we
0: need a beanie baby i'm <laughs> dead so well that is
4: that's my Opinion!
0: Let's get into The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
1: Sutton, what am I in denial about?
3: I don't know. If you know something, we oh saw me. What would I know? I
1: would love, that's what I'm asking you. I don't know anything. If you're saying I'm in denial, you're implying you know something. It seems to okay, me, no, that no, I'll want. let you either said it, you didn't. That's a very simple Yes, answer. I said
3: it. It seems like you're in denial about something. Insanity. So if you have something, if you don't have anything to know, tell, us, Cal, I would like you to tell me. I don't me. know anything, then I'm going to let it go. Quit trying to gaslight me. You went in there and said, I, I said know. it while I was sitting at the table.
1: Wherever you said, I don't care if you were standing on your f-ing head.
3: We all know I can't stand on my head.
0: <laughs> all right, y'all, let's talk about the real housewives of Beverly Hills. So we are continuing on the dinner party. From hell part, like whatever the fuck. I don't know. Every time, every time someone, every time there's an argument in Beverly Hills and it's surrounded di- it uh, like a dinner table, they call it the dinner party
2: At from this hell. point, so, like, at this point, they're they've turned the dinner party from hell into like the Fast and the Furious franchise. Like we're, <laughs> we're at we're at we're at Dinner from Hell 3, Tokyo Drift. And <laughs> I, I think we're at dinner party from hell X. They're just gonna start calling it like <laughs> Dinner Hell
0: Five, Dinner Hell Six. <laughs> no, then they're gonna start that you know how like they just like like, like, trimmed it down to like fast, yeah. or like, like they would be like Help. fast. Act. It's just gonna be like hell. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it's this continuation of this weed dinner. I mean, we have Denise Richards who's just like, I out
1: of, I her, mind. Out never... of her mind. I've never, would you like to say what I did? Say it.
3: I don't even know how to explain it. Just do it. I was so Bye. nice to you, okay, and you were a bitch to me, okay. And you know it. I do? Okay. Just, like, own it. Own what? That. I am so confused and high. We're having a good time. And you're ruining my high. I have no idea what you're talking about. And neither do you. Okay, Denise, I apologize to you. Thank you. You know? you're welcome i've never seen mind
2: you know what i'm talking I, about
1: i go to music festivals i'm around people that are doing other substances and i've Do never you? seen anything like that before
2: I'm just kidding <laughs> I, think, I think it could be a medication she takes mixed with maybe too much alcohol before it has drinks. to there be has to be i love how garcelle was like you know giving her the benefit of the doubt it was like Maybe Denise had a, a drink before she came over because she was nervous. I'm like, yeah, a drink. Of you, know you, know, you, know you
0: know what I'm talking about. You know what you know what you know what I'm
2: talking about. You gotta be
0: like, it's like she's she looks like a a guy like an animatronic like, an, an animatronic was, at Disney World. Like it's I, like it's like it's like, I, like I, something I, on Tomorrowland is malfunctioning, and she's like, like, you
2: know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> just her calling out Erica out of nowhere, and Erica's like, okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: I Erica kinda, was
2: so chill. I was loving that. I
0: okay. was going to
1: say, I kind of love that. I don't know if it's the weed or maybe her giving up fighting for Lent. One of the two, but I her think be- it's the
0: latter.
2: <laughs> her
0: her being
1: so calm, cool and collected made the fight even better.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. And then like cutting and her be cutting to her confessional, She's like, I'm high. I, I don't know what's going on. Neither does Denise. Yeah. Uh, but like, okay. I was going to say like, even though her and Sutton have certainly feuded this season, at the dinner party from hell, they're honestly like very copacetic with one another right next to each other compared to the last dinner party from hell. Right. Right. And, um, Sutton, okay, so I did like on our Instagram, like the shadiest housewife confessionals of the week. I'm like, I just think there's so many good ones on every franchise. On Beverly Hills, I awarded it this week to Sutton. She's just so, she's a shade assassin in the fucking confessionals, especially this season. And when Denise was like, trying to explain to Erica what she means, it cuts to Sutton and she's like, come
3: on, Denise, sound it out. Come on, Denise, you can say it. What exactly did erica do to you
2: <laughs>
3: <I know. laughs> Tell us what erica did like <laughs> you can
0: say
2: it <laughs> <And> she just
0: <laughs> i don't know why one of my favorite parts of like the episode was when and i can't remember if it was at the beginning of this episode or if it was at the end of the last episode because it was the dinner or whatever but it's when Kyle is like do you want me to say my husband cheated on me? And Denise, and um Erica's like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> she's like, she's like playing with like her fork or something. She's like, let's not do that. No.
1: <laughs> I think it's just I thought it was just funny that Kyle, I mean Kyle had to say it because I hate to say it but these women aren't coming to play. She's like, "Okay guys, if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it." So Kyle is the one that has to rat herself out just so there can be some good drama.
0: <laughs> yeah, no literally. And like, then, you have, pull up. then you have Then you have Anne Marie and like feeling like she has to chime in and Yeah, taking like outside. So Kyle is this? Kyle is that? Blah, blah, blah. Kyle's not this? I'm like, and then and then you always at these dinner parties always you can always count on Faye
2: Resnick being like that's not nice you guys yeah, Faye let's, is just not, let's not oh, well why would you, you say it like you fuck? know who won the mute challenge and I'm not Camille. Happy. yeah they, that was so sad did they even have her mic I was,
1: was literally just gonna in, say that
2: like ever that it's like you have you bring Denise and Camille and we only get Denise
1: we got more from Cynthia Bailey this episode than they we got, got from They
2: the gave familiar. her they gave they gave her the Sutton's friend
1: name super card. graphic
2: Zach when last week's episode I was really upset that everyone got a lower third even like at Garcel's party Lars said uh Garcel's friend but when Cynthia Bailey walked in there was nothing it was crickets there was no <laughs> little there was no name tag like there was nothing on the screen last episode so I was really upset but this episode they gave her A name tag. A name tag. Okay.
0: I
1: I thought it was funny when she said, I think everybody at this table can be in a relationship if they want to. And, like, Erica just looks at Sutton and goes, ha. (laughs) Ah! Like, so, like, just subtle shit. I I
0: feel so in my Erica right now. I'm just like, I just want that, you know, I'm, like, completely just forgetting about my last relationship. That once-in-a-lifetime kind (laughs) of love. And then we the, fall this, in
2: love. This is where I awarded Sutton the shadiest line. It cuts to Sutton. She's like, Erica, you had that
3: love story. Movie, I want one, 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 one of those things you see in the movies where you just can't be apart. Yeah. And you just, oh my gosh, we must be together. It's like romantic, and you do all these things. Erica, you had a love affair like in the movies. It's Harold and Maud, only in reverse, which will probably eventually be made into. A Lifetime movie or something like that? And so it's it probably she...
0: going to be turned into a Lifetime
2: a movie. Lifetime <laughs> movie. She's just like so... Shame. Like, Erica, you did have that. <laughs> she is... Okay. And then lighting up a joint at the... Um, that was Lighting so up the oh. joint at the
1: table was and, so good. And, and
2: the thing is, I was going to say, you know his commentary I really enjoyed at the dinner t- party from hell was Crystal. So Crystal's just chilling over there. And she's like, Sutton is a... Walking contradiction, like I love her, but like, how are you gonna storm out a magic mic and then light a joint at a dinner table? Like, you know, I actually did enjoy Crystal this episode. I will say,
0: yeah. she was cracking
1: in her confessional, she was her cracking cr- me up yeah. too. Like, what? What? I remember, yeah,
0: Crystal, <laughs> you know, Reed. who had my favorite line of the whole episode is uh, is your chefs.
1: oh, I was gonna say, like, when
0: she was like, <laughs> when Denise was clearly just like. Off her goddamn rocker, and they're like, and she's like, when, when she goes, Erica apologizes to Denise. She goes, <laughs> she goes, "I'm sorry," and she goes, "I, I apologize, Denise." And she goes, <laughs> "Thank you." And she goes, "Yeah, she, you're welcome." And then, <laughs>
2: like, thank yeah.
0: you. You're welcome. You're welcome. She, like, heard-
2: thank you. You know.
0: You're welcome.
2: Heard herself say thank you, and (laughs) And
0: she's like, "Thank you, you're welcome." And then the cooks are like, "Denise Richards is fucked up."
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know you're fucking wasted when you like (laughs) say you thank your yeah, thank you and you're welcome to yourself. (laughs) Like you're not. (laughs) It it was
0: insane, she was just like, she was just going in, and I was like, "What is?" And everyone's like, "And this is this is the part where listen." Garcelle, if you're going to hold all these other people to the fire and hold these people accountable and everything like this, this was your moment to be like, Denise, no, what are you talking about? Like, I'm your friend and I don't even know what the goddamn, like, what you're fucking talking about. Like, no one knew what Denise.
1: Go back and watch watch the seasons.
0: <laughs> Go back and watch the show.
1: Go back and watch the Go show. Go watch the show. Go watch we'll, the show.
0: What, 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 what? Well, come back. Go and come back <laughs> and watch the show.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Everything that Denise was doing was just so funny because she was so drunk. My favorite quote of the episode. Baby, is your jacket on upside down? Uh (laughs) Denise, is your jacket on upside down?
0: I liked when Denise went, is yours? Is yours
1: upside (laughs) down? And
0: Dorit literally looks down at her thing and then it's like. What the what Twilight you you're you're watching Dorit be like? What Twilight Zone am I in right now?
1: Dorit sometimes can have her little shady remarks. She was I don't think had ever she's been trying nicer. to help a
0: sister out. Dorit. I don't she's think I've ever lie. seen her.
1: And she's like, it's about the jacket. <laughs> Just I was like, don't do
0: this, don't don't do this. And she's like, about the jacket. I, you know what the fuck? I don't give a flying fuck about the. I was like, oh my god, and it's so funny because you know what this reminded me of but worse like way worse like i feel like this was a worse situation like denise was giving wackier kelly ben simone you know like when kelly ben simone yeah. was like when when people would be like what are you do? she's like don't do that bethany bethany no bethany <laughs> yeah. don't bethany don't, don't do, do it And bethany, do it. It. bethany is like <laughs> what are you what are you talking about she's like, bethany you know
1: don't, don't <laughs> it do that was bethany. so it was so that
0: it was very very uh kelly ben simone coded but like but like to another level yeah like you know it was like insane and she's like don't and it the whole way out to the car like kyle's like pushing her into the suv and it's like get out of here like you know like it's okay she's like she
2: knows what she's just so she's a fucking bitch (laughs) jesus christ this episode was super fucking funny but when when like kyle and sutton really got into it it got really dark and it kind of reminded me that of a lot of, out of all the like housewives franchises, I feel like Beverly Hills has like a history of they just get, it gets dark. Like it gets dark so quick, not all diamonds and Rose, you know, it's like very much like underneath the surface. There's like really fucked up things going on, especially around Kyle's family and like her sisters. And I feel like there was, it was an extension of that. in this week's episode with like Sutton and like, Just, they were really, like, putting each other on blast in front of everybody. Well, I
0: think what we're realizing in this episode is that this feud between Kyle and Sutton is actually not very superficial. It's actually, like, deep. Like, there's some, like, and I don't even think the two women, they were just scratching the surface of actually how they feel and the animosity that they feel towards one another. And Kyle, and people have brought this up on Twitter, Kyle argues with Sutton as if Sutton is like Kim or Kathy.
1: And I think it's because of Sutton's relationship still with Kathy. Maybe that's what triggers her more because she wants to be so good with Kathy and make those appearances. But when Kyle was really hurting Sutton was kind of like turning a blind eye to it. So I feel like it hits her deep like a sister does.
0: And also we learn that sutton was on the opposite end of like rage kathy and then confided mm-hmm. into kyle about it and was like, so it's, I all understand. like so it's
2: like like yeah it's a web of like you know like abuse and then they like go to each other <laughs> and talk about the abuse and then like then they abuse each other and she probably goes to kathy and talks about kyle it's giving sister it really is if yeah maybe- Or cousin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I I really want to mention this because I mentioned in our group chat and Annie didn't even realize this. And maybe it's because she's not as chronically online as we all are. Um, (laughs) But before the season started filming, Kyle lost her best friend to trigger warning. Suicide. And so I think she made all these lifestyle changes more from that aspect on her life than like maybe Mo cheating allegations. Because if you lose a friend to suicide, most of the time, like it was depression that took over. And so Kyle, when they're in the fight at the dinner table, says, I'm not drinking and I'm not working out because when I have two glasses of wine, I wake up depressed and I can't afford to be depressed right now. And I think that has more of an impact on why Kyle has changed her lifestyle around. I don't think it's a midlife crisis as much as like she lost her best friend. Like she's grieving. She's going through something and she's trying to prevent falling into a dark space. So she's doing the best she can for her mind and her body. And I'm just tired of like that accusation of her going through a midlife crisis because she's working out and not drinking. And where's the fun Kyle? And we miss splits Kyle. And it's like, girl, let her do. But do they
0: miss miss splits Kyle? Because they were shading her Her
1: at that launch. like, Dan- like what, what did Garcelle say about Garcelle? Her on was the like dance she'd floor? rub
0: her coochie on the dance floor, ponytail whip, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, it seems like it, it's it's getting like it's it's giving nasty to me.
2: Yeah, and it's I think, giving nasty. And I think also like there are people who like one drink can really fuck up their brain chemicals and <clears throat> affect depression and all these things. And like some people are more susceptible to that kind of stuff when it comes to alcohol and i i i was i really felt for her in this episode when she was like i even two glasses of wine like the next day i feel down and depressed and i can't afford to feel down and depressed right now okay like she got very like she almost started crying on which you know doesn't take a lot for kyle but i was just like <laughs> this is like she really is like trying to do everything she can to protect her mental health which you really can't judge and as much as i love sutton and i love how messy sutton's being Like from like a, whose side am I on? Like logically I'm on Kyle's side because I'm like, like Sutton is like waging a war. She's like, she stopped drinking. How come were you drinking too much? And it's like, it's funny, but it's also like, no, she even said like two glasses of wine can make her feel horrible mentally the next day. So I'm here. I support Kyle for what she's doing. Yeah. Have
0: you ever had anxiety? It's not fun when you're actually going through something. It's one thing when you are just like, you know, like in college and you just don't want to do your paper the next day. It's another
2: thing when um,
1: It takes over your whole life. And it you takes over your whole life. Bed. Yeah, you can't Jeez. get out of that.
2: And we fucking know that Kyle's an anxious person. Like We've seen that in a lot of different ways show up, you know?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So I don't blame her at all for that. Back to what well, we mentioned, them talking about her at the lunch. So Garcelle got lunch with, it was Garcelle Denise, who else was there?
0: Crystal, Crystal and Sutton.
1: And Sutton. Which I I didn't think we were ever going to see Denise Richards again after she stumbled out of that party. I'm like, she's gotta be so embarrassed. Like she's gotta have anxiety. And she was like, no nope, anxiety, off to lunch. Uh, we <laughs> see her
0: she's gonna be in a couple more times this episode. Up- I know.
1: It's just so funny to like kind of go back to when she was on and she was almost a little bit more like she was very sensitive about her image. Like she didn't yeah, want the girls talking. Yeah, and now it's like, what was that party? And the next day you're ready to film again.
0: I know. And then like there and then she finally brings it up that like what she was talking about was that threesome conversation. And I'm just like, well, why couldn't you why couldn't you say that?
1: Why couldn't you articulate that? And we knew in that (laughs) (laughs) well, yeah. But in that scene originally, I remember getting pissed about that because Denise, like, your husband is Charlie Sheen. Your ex-husband is Charlie Sheen.
0: Also though. That's what you're mad about from the previous season. Not that they were insinuating that you're eating Brandy Glanville's coochie. Like that's not what you're <laughs> mad about. Like I, 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 like you're mad about. I feel like she's. What? I feel like she's moved on from the coochie. I think she's back eating the coochie. Probably. I don't know. Like it's like. Why are you? What? What? What is? is what's Aaron? the real issue?
2: Huh? She's still with Aaron. Yeah, I believe. so. Yeah, he, like, probably. He, like he's like he's like squeezing her hand on the hot mic. Where they're running away from like those like
0: scientists that wanted to steal like Aaron's like ideas and like freeform thinking and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> he's a, he's a mess. He's
0: weird. Surprised he's I, still
1: around. No, she's probably
2: win. just getting more and more cuckoo the more years.
1: That's honestly probably it. He's probably making her cuckoo.
0: I think yeah. I think she's going full blown cr- crazy did well, you see that andy pastor. um said that we probably what? what did you say i said well caster <laughs> well, <I was> <laughs> her golden ticket <laughs> read is like get her on get her on tv um and, well, and andy remember, said we have a andy, woman
2: having a mental breakdown <laughs>
0: <laughs> andy said that like we're probably never gonna see them really again her and camille um not not ever again but you know like they're not gonna be into any moved into any bigger roles than whatever they yeah this past season which i i get like but i don't know i love chaos energy camille and like i also love like that we are getting like it's sad but mean girl kyle like i love me i love kyle.
1: mean girl kyle give it to me give it to me give,
0: i i love <laughs> Mean girl kyle like the whole fight in the kitchen with her and Sutton was truly like like Reed said, it did, it did get dark and she was yelling. And then you have Sutton like being like, You've already lost two sisters. Do you want to lose a third?
2: I know that's that was favorite. low. That uh, was low. And Dorit fucking tattling on Sutton right away to Kyle. Like, yeah, she, my queen. He was ready she to, had to do something. He was ready to tattle. Um, what else happened this episode? Any Anything- we had to played Richards? pickleball oh if i I, if i see pickleball pickleballs and podcasts are banned no i was
0: gonna say i was gonna say i need to have like a meeting with every producer of every franchise and be like hey when this housewife brings this up to you like you gotta shut it down because we already reached the quota for podcasts so it's like all right well no actually you and your husband can't start a podcast because meredith and her husband have one um uh, Larsa and her new man have won. Uh, all these no, there's already we're a podcast up. Okay, so pick a new struggle. All right, let's let's do a pickleball event. Nope, Vanderpump Rules did that in season nine. You're gonna have to do something else. We need someone to fucking do. It. Let's do let's smash mirrors and like get angry. No, nope, let's do a
1: 1920s Great no, Gatsby party. No
2: more shamans. We like yeah, let's do a no shaman more event. Spiritual no spiritual like, healers.
0: No, there's
1: so many like repetitive things. But pickleball is, I think, is what sends me over the edge because it's like the kiss uh, of death because of the season nine <laughs> Vanderpump re- v- Vanderpump season that it's on, and that yeah. was like a bad season. It,
0: it was hor- no, honestly, like I have so much trauma. Like when I hear like pickleball, I seriously get triggered. I shake. I like my body convulses. So At when I was point- watching, when I was watching Potomac, and they're like, "We're having a pickleball event," I was like, "No,
1: no, <laughs> God, no, please." At this point, pickleball. Is more featured than COVID was.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent.
1: It does not have a break. And of course, I thought it was. I just thought it was funny when Kyle went to go play pickleball that she ran over there. I wonder how far it was.
0: I do too. I
1: want to Google like how she said she lives down the street, but then Anna Marie or Anne Marie, however we're going to say it this week.
0: I'd never. If someone came up to me and said, "Hey, you want to go play pickleball?" I would. I would say no.
1: I think I would say yes. Just no, because I like I doing activities.
0: I like doing activities, too, but let's go get a cocktail or something. I'm not going to go play pickleball when I've seen this on Bravo TV 18,000 times. But the I'm thing with like,
1: pickleball is it's, like, easier than tennis.
0: But I'm a tennis player. Oh, are you? <laughs> JV in high school, yeah, but...
1: <laughs> oh, shit, I, I didn't know you were serious. No,
0: I, I'm i serious. You I would actually like probably good.
1: slay a pickleball.
2: Maybe. Maybe. The only sport sporting event that I care to see on Bravo is the Bailey Bowl.
1: Okay, ain't that the truth? <laughs> that the truth.
0: <laughs> but, um, we did get Kim Richards this episode, so
1: and how good was it to see her? Normal,
0: it's just always good to s- ish, like, I don't think we're ever. i I think her brain chemistry is altered forever yeah so i don't think we're ever gonna see like a truly like normal kimberly richards but uh you know a somewhat um you know coherent coherent there kim richards you know like
1: i just i really felt her when she was like we just don't have that much time and we need to spend like however she phrased it like time is so important and we need to spend it together and stop fighting and i'm like yes like And now we know in present day, like Kyle went to Kathy's Christmas party and they all three took a picture together. So hopefully they're all in good terms. But it is kind of sad to think about that. Like Kyle really has had exiled herself for so many years from her sisters. And like, I I don't know if it was Kim or Kyle that mentioned it, but like all their daughters like should grow up super close. Like they should be like the best cousins ever. And they just didn't have that because for so many years they were like fighting and not seeing each other for holidays and it's kind of sad what they missed out on
0: i know i hate that and it's like what are you arguing about you know like the stuff some of the stuff that they're arguing about is just like so dumb like especially like the last season with like kathy it's like okay like you went like ape shit on lisa Rena and then like called a bouncer know. a faggot who cares that was <laughs> <laughs> That is no. one of my actually that was in my like notes about like what Erica was talking about that and she was yeah and then flat, like that to that. it flashed flashes back to that reunion and she was like Kathy walked in and she says the old fucking faggot won't play my <laughs> I was like I was like oh my god this is I don't know that's one of my like I think that's one of my personal favorite Bravo reunion moments I don't think a lot of people love that moment but like I think everyone here at it's about Bravo like eats that flip up
1: oh it's so funny i can't i can't obviously quote it ever but
0: i feel like maddie can okay i mean not on this podcast but i feel like <laughs> <in our group laughs> yeah
1: let's get it while. let's get it in 4k like hey can you
2: say this really quick exactly this line
1: read this quote
2: read this um, quote didn't uh who said it on like the season one or two of jersey
1: oh um, joe joe um yeah. Teresa's Joe called yeah. and then she was like we actually watched that episode with our gay friend and he thought it was funny and Andy was like well <laughs> I don't think it's funny at the reunion and then Teresa goes
2: well sorry
0: Andy, well I, I
1: think if you be don't be think it's money. funny you don't have a sense of humor <laughs> and Andy's like what
0: one of my wow. favorite one of my favorite quotes is like when like Danielle Staub is like mad at them for like being like homophobic and she's like
1: I'm a gay advocate. <laughs> <laughs> I just rewatch, like, I'm, I'm on a, in a Jersey rewatch just because, like, I don't know why Jersey and New York just give me, like, holiday vibes.
0: They do. I was just telling my dad the same thing.
1: They just give me, like, I don't know, it gives me holiday vibes. So I'm in a rewatch. And so I just came across those moments. And I just, I laugh every time because Teresa is just so dumb.
0: Like, I watch more... Like the Berkshire episodes, like for the holidays that I do, like the Grinch or like Christmas <laughs>
2: Vacation,
0: or like Christmas I always
2: party. say Rony is a Christmas movie. It
0: is. <laughs> right. Do you ever watch that? Like that edit. It's saved on my phone and I post it like every year. It's not mine. I didn't create it. I can't take credit for it, but it's like um the Christmas song with all the Rony women. It's like chestnuts roasting <laughs> on an open fire. <laughs> it then it shows Luann like then it shows like Luann like light that fire up and it's like <laughs> Jack cross <laughs> at your nose. And it's like Dorinda with the cake in her face. It <laughs> makes me cry it's like it's like it's like a, it's like watching the family stone like the end of the family <laughs> stone it's like those somber like nostalgic christmas songs where it's like yeah. you know when you get older and christmas isn't as magical as it was when you were a kid and then you listen to judy garland's like have yourself a merry little christmas and you just weep oh anybody else weep. <laughs>
1: Me, me, and and are like that's, oh, like that's not
0: the, that's
2: Like in the sense that
1: <laughs>
0: no, like in the sense that like you know, <laughs> Reed's like, oh, that's not. I'm like I like sitting on my couch and I'm like watching the Family Stone and Judy Garland's like have yourself a merry. I, merry I don't think Stone.
1: I've ever seen the Family Stone. Oh
0: my god, that's like one of my favorite Christmas movies. You should watch that. Like maybe I will
1: watch it this year.
0: Yeah, it's the my two favorite Christmas movies recently like that have shot up into my top is the family stone and the holiday i absolutely adore the holiday have you ever watched the holiday with cameron diaz and i have oh. but i haven't watched
1: it oh, in a while
0: oh
2: that's such a good one my such a good always one. watch uh national lampoons christmas vacation so every year we watch that on christmas eve with the cat getting electrocuted under the Christmas tree. and Oh,
1: my gosh. Shit the shitter's full. And all
2: that <laughs> my stuff. dad is... Why
1: my... is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margot.
2: <laughs> no, no
4: Margot.
0: My dad is very... Guys, my dad is very much Clark Griswold. Like, if you met my dad, like, my dad is to a T, Clark Griswold. He's like, <laughs> hey, family, hip, hop, hap. Like, he's very like that. And, like, last night we went to go see the Hunger Games. And this is just, like, how weird he is. He's, like, so freaking weird. We, like, went up to the concession stand and, like, got popcorn, pop, whatever. And she's like, do you want to round up for St. Jude's Children's Hospital? And my dad hesitates and he goes, sure, yeah. And so rounds up St. Jude. <laughs> and then he goes, you know what? I never do that, but you sold me. You got me on that one. You did a great job selling that. And oh my the, the god, that lady poor girl! Console, I literally was crawling out of my skin, but I was—it was just like my dad. It was just so funny. He's like, he's like, hey, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god. I was like, dad, you basically were just like, I never donate to charity, but you know what? You, <laughs> you sold me that one.
1: But like, my dad a classic is, dad.
0: Yeah, super. He's very um, national. He's very Clark well quoted. So like, we always watch that too. Mm-hmm. And I always quote the the line where it's like where she's like, the what? And he's like, the blessing. The
1: blessing. <laughs> <laughs> the blessing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that is our Beverly Hills segment. Let's go over to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City.
3: room for everyone in this car. Oh, geez. Who here has a room with a bathtub in it? I do. Me. I do. Me too. You all saw that I was white as a ghost, covered in blankets in the middle of an island. Very ill. I said I'd like to warm up, I'd like to take a bath. And somehow I got shoved into one without a bathtub. And I just feel that it might have been nice, knowing as sick as I was, that you might have thought, oh, let's give her a room with a bathtub. So who's supposed to give up their room with a bathtub? I don't know. I'm not picking at anybody individually. It's as a group and as a whole, I don't feel respect. And this just exemplified it. I don't know if Meredith checked the itinerary for this trip, but there's absolutely no time for a leisurely soak in the bathtub. Where's Whitney? Yeah. we waiting on Whitney. She's on her way down. If any one of you were sick, I would make sure, and if, if the thing you needed was a bath, I would make sure that you had that room. You if the didn't thing specify you needed that you was needed a, a bath. room that had you like a closet, you didn't I said I would like to take a need- bath. I'm shivering and freezing. I yes, didn't hear I did. About-
0: all right, guys, let's talk about the real housewives of Salt Lake City. This is our first episode of the Bermuda cast trip, which is what everyone is been waiting for. Everyone is I feel like this is giving like kind of like uh Beverly Hills when we were all waiting for Aspen. We were all waiting to figure like, out like what was gonna happen. It's in like Aspen. you know something's gone down, but you don't know what yeah, about- but you don't know what. It's still such like a mystery. I feel like it's like a whodunit. I feel like we're watching an Agatha Christie movie. It's like yeah. oh, like what is, like what's <laughs> what's gonna happen? What's going to happen to this?
1: Just the start of the airport scene when Monica, I mean, when Angie shows up with glitter on her forehead. I know. The gems stone because she's like, oh, I had a zit and I wanted to put on a zip patch and the zip patch was ugly. So I wanted to put on a jewel. But then the jewel looked out of place. So I added two more jewels. I'm like, what are we watching? <laughs>
2: Camp camp at its finest
0: Someone posted a,
2: a close-up image of her and they were like i can't take her seriously
0: <laughs> <laughs> she has truly she's transcended into like a great housewife
2: he has and i was uh you know and i know you met her and she was petite and smaller than she you even think and you loved her zach at Ravocon. um i she's warming up to people um and on the twitter verse i saw someone say you know she kind of she came in hot In the first half of the season. And then in the second half, she settled into like a supporting role where we got like more home life and personal scenes. It's actually kind of genius marketing if you think of it. Like she hooked us and then like she kind of settled in. She did like, it's actually a great dynamic where she's not been always at the center of like Mm
1: -hmm. the drama. Well, and I think almost like people say like love and hate is a very, like they're very similar emotions, and when people are like, "Oh, we hate Angie K, we hate Angie K," in the same sense, it's like, yeah, you might hate her right now, but she's you're talking about her. She's not the boring saying, cast. I always say there's a difference between
2: hating and loving to hate someone. Like, people, yeah, you love to hate her. It's like Meg from Family Guy. You love, yeah. to whack her again. You know, it's funny. And, and we, yeah, like so. Wh- she, so we need a wh- we need someone to get whacked, and yeah. she's great for that. So I do love that, but. This episode, she and Meredith, they thawed out that 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 feud a little bit, like a
0: little bit, which I liked. I liked seeing that. Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was really funny when they're like, "It's not us,"
1: and they cheers, and
0: they cheers. <laughs> like, I thought that was really funny.
2: Meredith, speaking of thawing out, freezing on, in Bermuda, Meredith has truly, be
0: on, truly become one of my favorite Housewives. A of parody time. of
2: Housewives. Yeah, we I, have to
1: talk her. about her. Being so cold, and then finally, medic saw her, and all they said was she was dehydrated. Um, what? Why? The math isn't mapping I'm like, wait, there's got to be something else wrong with her. She is h- getting hooked up to an IV, but she was so cold. She was walking out with a blanket. She couldn't even get a room with a bathtub. My God,
0: she looked like hell.
1: She looked like hell. She looked. Like never- hell. She was very pale.
0: Yeah, she looked
2: bad and she was like this like the,
0: like, the entire yeah. time.
2: There's like all these memes on the internet of like people like like covered like on a stretcher, like just like barely hanging on to live and it's like Meredith, no one, Meredith Marks. Like Guys Guys, Meredith Marks getting She's her completely...
0: makeup done in bed, hooked up to an IV <laughs> and mumbling whatever the goddamn words she was saying. Was <laughs> perfect. She's
1: I can't believe I didn't get a bathroom. These perfect. girls knew I needed a bathroom
0: that is the shit that, that is why I watch these shows. Like there are people that they're like, I watch these shows for the glamour. I watch these shows for the fight. I watch my show for that. Mm-hmm. I watch my show for that. You, like, it, and like, like those characters. Think about and her
1: dying in bed and Monica having to go in and gossip. <laughs> like she does not want to talk to you, Monica.
2: <laughs> Thinking about like, in 30 years, like her being in like a nursing home and whoever has to be like her, like attendant and like coming in to like attend to her and like just, the shit she's gonna put them through, they're gonna be like, I have no idea what she just asked me. <laughs> <laughs> what's
0: the what's the game that they play, uh Maddie in Orange County? I would ask Reed, but he's not Orange County verse.
1: What do you which game?
0: The like old lady game. Like the like the where they where they uh where Vicky found out that her mom died. What is that called? Bunko? Bunko.
1: <laughs> <laughs> My mom plays that too. My mom plays <laughs> Bunko. <laughs>
0: Meredith. you Mar- said
1: where Vicky found out her mom died. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, stop. no,
0: stop, stop. Okay, we're not, we're not doing that. But like, but I can see like Meredith Marks like in the nursing home. When, when Reed said that, I was like, she's gonna be in the nursing home. being like, they're gonna be playing Bunko. She's gonna be like, oh, I was playing Bunko with George. <laughs> um, I, Meredith Marks like was just like to me like one of the best parts of the episode. Honestly, all of them were clocking in. Well, she didn't get a bathtub. And I think that's really the... Well, I, I loved, as soon as they got to the Sprinter van, and she goes, I have a question uh, for everyone in this car. Who has a room with a bathtub in it? <laughs> the,
1: the thing is, it's so crazy. When she when she first mentioned she was mad about it to Monica, when Monica came in a room to check on her, as she's talking to Monica, I'm like, okay, well, Monica has a bathtub. And Monica's not offering, and Monica's just like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm so sorry that no." And then offered- goes
0: out and goes out and is like, "Guys, she's mad at you guys. Like, she thinks everyone doesn't respect her because they didn't give her a bathtub." And I'm like, "That includes
2: you, bitch. Like, I love you, but like, no, <laughs> you're yeah. included in there, Monica." Is- <laughs> guys, she's just angry because like you all, <laughs> in a sense, and like. <laughs> Um, And
0: it's just
1: funny when Lisa like responds back to Meredith on the Sprinter and she was like, well, who do you want to give up their room? Like, who do you expect to give up their room? I love
2: when I, okay. So Lisa Barlow won the Shadiest Award this week for Salt Lake from me uh, in her confessionals that she had two really good ones. Yes. The one responding to Meredith where she's like, (laughs) and what did she say? She's like, but I also love my views. (laughs) She's like, you like rooms
0: with a you like rooms with a bathtub. I like rooms with a view, and I'm not giving up mine. Yes.
2: That's what she And then her that. other line to Heather when or about Whitney, when Heather told her that Whitney is saying that she made Lisa Barlow a better person. <laughs> and Lisa Barlow's like, you give a girl a crystal and suddenly she's the Dalai Lama.
3: Give a girl a crystal and next thing you know, she thinks she's the Dalai Lama. And now she's thinking that like hanging out with her makes me a better person. I'm literally not having Tony Robbins kind of conversations with Whitney. So that's shocking to me. You're not the Messiah, Whitney. Maybe you should go back to church and find out who Jesus actually really is.
1: Uh, I cackled at that. I'm like, that is so funny because she's it's so true. so quick. She is.
0: I think we also have to acknowledge all right i will i'm gonna give a flower and a thorn or a rose and a thorn really quick to a person here okay um so my rose and my thorn is to miss heather gay and the rose is i think she has done a very good job PR wise, changing the narrative and making herself likable again on camera, and coming off authentic and uh, being fun, looking great. Her confessional looks are great. Mm -hmm. Um, She looks great for the reunion. The reunion beautiful looks dropped beautiful gowns, beautiful dresses. The thorn is is that she has a desperate longing to be chosen, which I do too. It's okay. I get it.
2: But like, she has a, de- not, you, not, you, not you assigning yourself, Heather gay. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, I'm just saying what my therapist told me the other day. Now okay. he's Whitney so, Rose. <laughs> so, so, um, but yeah. she has this desperation for wanting to be chosen by certain people and wanting to be in and wanting to be the cool girl. And I think it goes so deep and I would love for her season five storyline to dive into where those wounds come from. I mean, obviously it's from the church or whatever, but she wanted to be chosen by the church. She wants, she hates Lisa so much because she wants Lisa to choose her to be her best friend because Lisa never did. Yeah. And like, it's mm-hmm. like her Lisa's time. the cool girl. And like, she wants to be chosen by Lisa so bad. And so she immediately threw Whitney under the bus at the, the at the, like, that they're starting to develop like this kind of friendship. And she's like, I'm clinging on to this like Lisa friendship. It's why she clinged on to like the Jen Shaw friendship for so long. Yep. It's like, it's yeah. like, it's so
2: goddamn i could write a whole goddamn thesis finds herself in like, these sidekick positions to like someone that she wants to pick her yeah and also i think you could even argue that her starting a botox and like the like business like beauty lab and laser like she is catering to the type of woman that she wants to accept her and if she owns the chain that they all go to to get it like she suddenly becomes their friend i feel like that's That's a
1: great point she's that's like her
2: psychological mo and maybe she doesn't realize it but she wants that acceptance zach i think you nailed it right on the head
1: yeah i i totally believe that and in their fight at the dinner table when they're kind of going back and forth because lisa says you know heather told me that you think you're making me a better person. And Whitney's like, am I not <laughs> like Whitney really <laughs> does think she's making Lisa a better person. But I'm then- so proud of Lee.
0: I'm so proud of Lisa now. Yeah. I'm so proud of her.
1: <laughs> we got but-
2: really good Hill and filling from her, by the way, this episode when she's like, you hurt my feelings.
1: Yeah. Okay. But I kind of gagged when Heather was like, tell us, if-. she was like, you don't know anything about me and Lisa's friendship. She's like, okay, then tell us. And Whitney goes, well, if I told you guys you'd all be jealous and what did she, what were her exact words? Like, if I told everybody you'd all be jealous and sabotage it. And everyone's like, oh, that's not. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone (laughs) at the table kind of leaned back and were like, what did she just say? And Lisa goes, no, no, Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) It was just very like everyone's like mouth agape. Like, did Whitney really just say that?
0: Whitney was like, I saw a lot of people on, on Twitter, like getting upset with her about like you know using the friend thing but like guys her friend like it's not it's not like it's not like a year later and she's like my friend who passed of cancer it's like it's like the girl's not even in the ground yet
2: like you know like it's like no like, i think it's i think whitney's heart like whitney's pain is real and like totally valid but i do still feel like with a camera in her face picking this fight with lisa over like Something that I think is so easily understood is Lisa just trying to, like, follow her lead on it and not bring it up. Um, It's just, like, a little bit of a reach. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Fair. You know? I don't know. I think this episode was, like,
0: very interesting to see, like, the different dynamics. And then we have, like, you know, the Heather-Lisa new friendship, the Heather-Whitney feud, the Lisa-Whitney feud, the Meredith angie feud and then all of a sudden now they're talking about the greek mafia and how they're getting dms about angie being in the greek mafia
2: and and we know what's coming they pretty much all are leave against monica so something happens i wanted to say the producers do a really good job in these shows of like planting seeds ahead of time whenever like something new is revealed in a confessional i think to myself like why is it being revealed now and Monica mentions in this episode that she like didn't have a drink of alcohol until recently in her thirties. And now she, she didn't, she never drank. And I do wonder if like, we're going to get some sort of like intoxicated Monica that maybe says something like, so uh. hard that, like these ladies don't forgive her. Um. So I'm curious if that's where that's going. Like, I was like, why did they bring that up now? Like, cause it's kind of like, she's like, Woo-hoo! I'm like, Oh, it's like, This is so perfect because just like getting like the Bermuda Triangle, right? Like you get lost; it's scary. There's all these conspiracy theories. This first episode was like sunshine, happy for the most. Like they're all hanging out. It's like the beginning of a horror movie, like before the dun dun like happens. Like what is about to go down? And they kind of scratch the surface at that dinner at the end. But I really think there's so much more. It might have something to do with that, but then also like it has to be something
0: that's happening in Salt Lake that's like being relayed to the women because like you have that clip of when Heather's like, it was her. Oh my God. Like, you know, and they're like, I can't yeah. believe she did this. It and it's like with the ring. I think it either has to do with the ring or it has to do with, um, this, the lawsuit against beauty lab. It, I like it. I don't know. Something and now is, that the
1: Greek mafia is brought up. I'm wondering if it has something to do with like, so they, they were like, out. I wonder,
0: or I wonder if I wonder, all right, Tim Foy. I don't know conspiracy theory. I look like that, like, like guy um, <laughs> from "It's Always Sunny of Philadelphia." Yes. Like, I wonder if Monica or Monica knows actually who's the one sending the DM, and she's like
1: she's behind, orchestrating it or something.
0: Orchestrating the takedown of Angie Castanavis.
2: I I don't know. I I think Monica's innocent, and I'm gonna defend her until I'm six feet under. Listen, Monica. I wanna I wanna preface this by the way that whatever Monica did do. I'm still Team Monica. There's a
0: tweet. And I don't want
2: like, her to get fired. There's a tweet. That's like that's like, yo, free my girl. She only did some of that shit. And so <laughs> Monica, goes, what's
0: the one oh, where no. it's like, where it's like, what's that TikTok sound where it's like, he committed murder and it's like, what murder? What murder? Yeah, <laughs> he's a murderer.
1: I, what murder?
2: <laughs> Whatever. Uh, in the first trailer for the season, there's also a scene where Monica. There, it's like in the Monica montage they're all sitting on the beach in the chairs and Monica's like, I'd fuck that. It's like, she's saying like, there's like all the curse words are being like, yeah, oh. but it, I think it happens next episode. Cause she's wearing that sash. And the for, ladies like, are birthday. like looking shocked. So maybe she says like, maybe they're playing a game. Maybe she's a little intoxicated. And she like says that she'd fuck this person's husband, this person's husband. And maybe they get like really upset because of things that have happened in Monica's past.
1: Yeah. I'm, like, Either. I,
2: I, I'm like, I've got the whole map. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out why they hate Monica. I want to know.
1: Either way, I will be sat on Tuesday as soon as it's on because it's been such a great season. And I think Monica's to thank for that. I do too. She has really brought a new fresh air into Salt Lake, and I don't care that she's if she's messy or whatever. I'm loving it. No,
2: she's I so lovable. Too. She's so lovable. She's so relatable. She she's the like I he, I know she's that the
1: mother I've never had. She's the sister
2: I've always wanted. And really, she's the Brandy Glanville of Salt Lake. She's she's playing in like a bull in the China shop. And Bryn Whitfield said it on the interview we did with Bryn. She was like, wow, she really like hit the ground running. I think that like everyone is impressed by Monica, even her haters. So she kind of, and Reed, I don't think you've ever seen this season.
0: Um, but you know, you have to go back and watch this because this is one of the best seasons of Orange County, is season 11. And yes. it's when we all did like Kelly Dodd, we all felt the same way about Kelly Dodd that we feel about Monica right now. And uh, Kelly Dodd came in like exactly that. like she came in exactly like Monica. And it was like, it, it was, was great. so good. It, was, it was so fucking good.
2: Oh, my God. I, oh. Believe, I mean, either way, like, I think that there's lots of revelations ahead. I also think that plenty could happen between Heather and Whitney. So, so much more to come on Salt Lake. I, I can't wait. I can't wait either. So that's our Salt Lake recap. Let's get into the Real
0: Housewives of Miami.
3: not to tell anyone larsa you are completely mistaken you, never you even made a joke about right. tmz obviously in confidence right now just because i'm, I'm not yeah, sure I'm right, how i, I, I don't do, i know i'm just saying you know i want to make it clear what um, if i went to tmz and told them? just kidding just kidding yeah. well you're not going to tell them larsa, she wanted to tell people on her own exactly. my intention was to tell like, everyone by like, before I, I even I posted what was the whole thing about the testing, and that you guys were like, Is it even like, is this real? Because yeah, what's the know? test? I literally was like, Okay, I want to entrust you again, and so I want an to spread spread. me with the information. It's okay, a way for a me to start with you as a friend again and letting you into my life. You were irresponsible with the information. Okay, thank you're you. Welcome. You're welcome. I was trying to do your a favor. You're welcome. welcome. I, I, I was told like them from a place of I love. love. Like Who the hell do you think you are to talk about my news to tell people? Who are you? Do I need to actually give directions and instructions to everyone every time I have a conversation? I told her. She's denying I told her. Pathological liar. You lie about everything. All right, you
0: gotta All right guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Miami. I have a confession to make. I have to like kind of like, and it, it's um, a sad confession. And I don't think it has to do with the women. And I don't think it has to do with the show. And I don't think it has to do with what kind of like season we're having, if it's good or if it's bad. It's falling to the wayside to me because there's so much Bravo on TV right now that I'm like drowning that like by the time I'm like watching it, I like really you're fatigued. I'm fatigued. I like
2: don't care as much. I think my current Bravo TV power rankings one through top three, it would be Salt Lake number one, Married to Med number two. And then I would put Miami at three. I think it's still really good. It's just like they had two amazing seasons back to back four and five. And I think like you can't bat a thousand every season. Um, It's still like good. It's just to your point, it's uh, it's kind of like happening. I think it's getting to the point where like, and Maddie, I think you
0: might agree with me on this. Is that when um, Jen and Jackie came into the Real Houses of New Jersey in season nine, they brought like a fresh breath into the show and the cast Mm -hmm. felt like good and it was like the first time they had like this solid cast and they had this cast for four years and they did not add anybody they did not fire anybody they did not demote anyone uh, and because they had a good formula but by the time you got to the fourth season with that cast you were like mm, I've, we had a a I've had this a lot i've had this a lot this tastes the exact same and yeah it's good but i've had it so much i want something new and i feel like they have to like add somebody in that we've gone 3 seasons with them, and and it's great it's great we've gone 3 seasons with them with no cast shakeups at all and it's very interesting cuz i was and watching the episode today three friends who very- are who are essentially housewives. You have scenes with Marisol and Kiki by themselves with
2: no full timers. Adriana is doing so much more. I was actually gonna say, like, I feel like Adriana and Marisol are doing more, in my opinion, than like Alexia. Oh, I was gonna say Julia and No, 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 no. You watch, no. You watch your whore mouth read. But, um, <laughs> but, I think that, but I think Julia and Adriana, whoever is full time and whoever's work well together. So Adriana works well as like the friend to Julia. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I think my problem is just Miami's on Wednesday late and it's the last Housewife franchise of the week. And I just think we're feeling fatigued by it. But today I watched it like I didn't watch anything last night. I went to bed. So tonight today was the first one I watched and I had a new energy. Cause I watched and I that, that and then I watched Beverly Hills and then I watched Potomac. So I felt watching Miami. I was engaged. I was in it. So
0: I was watching, um, I was watching it today and I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time, but like, I will say that I think that next season that they have to like add somebody or like
2: Joanna Cooper. And her sister Marta.
0: No, I want someone completely new. I want I want like a new face. I want that's someone fine. to rile the girls up. And like I do like that like the alliances switch for the most part because this cast is so big. So like mm-hmm. you have like Alexia hanging out
2: with like Nicole and Julia. And I yeah. think that's like very in, in this episode. Lisa brings Larsa and Adriana with her to look at a apartment. And there's a part where they're all on the balcony and you, if you look, Larsa has her hand resting on Adriana's like shoulder back and she's like rubbing Adriana's back as they look out at this, at this, like the sunset <laughs> and Lisa's talking. But I was like, wait, these girls fucking hate each other. But that's what I love about Miami. They all do come together. And the way that like Larsa's like being like a sister to her, even though they probably are going to be in to throat. And then Adriana wins my shadiest award for Miami this week because Literally, Lars is like, "Can I bring Marcus to the trip?" And Lisa's like, "No, it's a girls' trip." because to Adriana. She's like, "It's a vacation for Lars's vagina."
3: Are we bringing our guys? Can I bring Marcus? Well, it's a girls' trip. Oh, oh. Do you have to bring Marcus? I mean, no, but I kind of like bringing him. Barbara. Yeah, I mean, I would like to bring Jody too, but. There's no space for them. Sorry houses. girls, you have girls. to be without your man for tonight. Yeah. I'm sure Marcus is ready for a break as well. They're probably gonna think, oh, thank God I don't have to f her five times a night every night. Oh, I was married awesome. for twenty three awesome. years. I've call always call had sex right? like four yeah. times a night. Four times a night. Four times a night. Yeah, it's a vacation for the girls and for Lars's vagina. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: I thought I thought the same thing when Adriana was in that scene with them. Because when I was watching it, I think I like filled up my water or something and I come back and they're doing the house tour. And I'm like, I paused. I was like, is that Adriana with them in the house? I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. But so I do like that like alliance changing. And then we're even getting Alexia and Julia. Well, kind of. They went shopping together. It was short lived.
2: Short lived. They try to be friends, but I think they're, they are actually so polar opposite.
1: But I thought them shopping together was cute. And I think Julia really, I kind of felt bad for Julia, in a sense. I do, too. Because she was really excited about, like, her new friendship with Alexia. She's like, oh, maybe we can room together. And what do you guys think about Alexia? Being two gay men, what do you guys think about Alexia's comment? I
0: always think it's, like, I it bothers me a little bit. Because it's, like, one thing if it's, like to like gay men you know i don't know but like with like a straight man it's like it makes you sound like either like like a predator like when they like say things like that and they're like oh well like i have to like make sure it's like what does todd think that you're a lesbian alexia or does todd think that julia is gonna try to pull something on you and it's always like and i'm sorry like no offense to the straight people no offense to the straight people listening to this podcast but like when straight guys do that when you're like uh, hey, you want to go to like a gay whoa, bar dude, with us? Whoa, dude, it's, I'm like, oh. whoa. it's like, hey, want to go to the gay bar? Well, as long as I don't get hit on, what makes you think? <laughs>
2: in those, what makes you pants, think
0: that in those joggers from 2015 and those like vans that you're wearing that you're going to get hit on in a gay stores. bar and your unwashed ass?
2: Like, yeah. what makes you actually think?
4: Yeah. But
2: a little bit in Alexia's defense because I am homophobic internally. Um, <laughs> I think that Alexia and a lot of these women, I, I would put Teresa Judice in this bucket too. There's this like, let, let, let's say Julia was a man. Alexia, Todd would never allow Alexia to room with a man because what if he fucks her? Because Julia is a lesbian, I think they, they apply the same. Todd would never allow, how would Todd feel about Alexia? But because that's
1: the problem.
2: He's like turned on by them. It's very like, it's a toxic masculinity. Like he owns me. I got to make but, sure I'm okay with it because like you're technically someone who would approach me is like the just like a man. is kind of how I look at it. So I don't really yes. know. If I don't know if it's as much like, ooh, you're a lesbian. You're going to hit on me as I think it's more like anyone who finds me a woman attractive. I'm not allowed to room with or Todd will get. But that's
1: attractive. the thing. Does Julie even find her attractive? Because then Julia says, does she think I'm going to cheat on Martina? Because Julia's is not just a lesbian. She is a married lesbian. Like it, that's one thing to say that yeah, she's gonna those commit. Those guys are, like... those
2: girls are are locked down.
1: And like she's not even accusing her of like maybe being a predator, but maybe infidelity. It's the same thing. Like it's really a double edged sword. And I don't know. I I really took offense to like that. And I'm I'm hoping it comes to a point next week. Like I hope Julia brings it up because I think Julia was really hurt by it.
0: And I think they could have like a productive conversation about it.
1: Do you but, like, do you think they could have Alexia? Do you think they I don't know could if Alec- have a productive?
0: I, I don't know if Alexia could, but I know that Julia. I can see Marisol jumping I, and
1: being like, "Bro, bro, shouldn't mean it like that, bro." I
0: can see, yeah, I can see Marisol. <laughs> Marisol being like, "No, Julia, porque she whenever like, see like Todd doesn't want her in bed with a I, woman, you know, that coochie muncher, you know, like they don't wanna- <laughs> I don't want to just
2: say." It. I think Alexia, honestly you know, she talks from her heart. Maybe there's no facts or proof or research or receipt because she doesn't need a receipt. Her receipt is in (laughs) her head and in her heart okay so was say,
1: that her instagram caption one
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was a quote and today i know that
1: article.
2: i know i know that Reed just googled it's, that and looked it up and literally that like the, the funniest fucking thing she's like i don't need receipts because my receipts are in my head and in my heart like the, the dumbest <laughs> the dumbest thing you could ever fucking say and she's got a straight face saying it like that's alexia and i love no that. i'm the same i'm the
0: same way yeah i know the receipts are in my head i
2: i my got it in my head and in
0: my heart I don't know. I loved Julia this episode. And um, that's coming a lot from me as a Julia stan. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I loved the opera thing. I thought the opera thing I, I was nervous about it the entire time. I, I, was, like, was, I, I so... was like, I don't know. I thought this is gonna be so dumb and like whatever. Yeah. But I thought like in a world of Bravo where pickleball is the norm, I was it was refreshing to see her sing opera for her and to see
1: martina almost get choked up about it martina's like she's not gonna sing she's not and then she did sing so like i really at the time i was like is julia really doing this for martina like she forgot about her last cancer treatment to go to vocal lessons like is this really for martina or is this for you and it when martina's face lit up i'm like it just made me happy.
0: It was so cute. It was so cute, actually. And I know we don't really like Martina here, but, like, I have to say, like, it was very endearing. And I was like, that was- I would love this. And then all of her friends, like Nicole, when she was like, I have to say, like, I know I texted you and I said this before, but, like, that was so good. It was so fun. And then you even had Larsa, who has been calling Julia a weirdo for the past two seasons and has not liked her, riding in the car with her, having a good time and doing, like, that's what I'm saying.
4: Like, That's what I'm saying. It's like
2: it's so fun to watch these women like always come together in the weirdest like combinations and have fun. Yeah, yeah they're having fun. They're listening to Adriana's song. Like I was, the, the car ride scenes were just. This is what I love about Miami. I mean, in that house
1: I, that they're staying at. My God.
2: My God. Having today. a good season. It's just yeah. I think to Zach's point, we've seen them all. Like three. This is their third time in a row. No, no changes. So it's just kind of. But it's not even, but then you watch it and you're like, it's not even,
0: it's not even really about that. Like, yes, like it's like, I want something new, but like it is truly the Bravo fatigue. There's so much on Bravo and they really should have spaced it out a little bit better. If
1: Miami was on the same time as Jersey, we would not be complaining.
0: Uh huh. And I say that as a
1: Jersey lover. Or if
0: Miami's like was like Potomac's time slot, like at the beginning of the week, like when we had the stamina at the beginning of the week, like I think
2: we'd be in a different position. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, and we'd be in a much different position if Potomac was actually watchable as well. So I, I, I agree. The last thing that I want to talk about is I'm very glad that
0: Marisol and uh was it Marisol and Kiki? Or who was in the back of the car with Lisa? Was it Marisol and Kiki? When they were talking to her about um or no was it? Yeah. It was
1: Gertie, I think
0: oh it was gertie it was gertie yes um
1: kiki's in the next episode about it
0: yes and they're talking about how she just keeps on bringing up lenny as like you know it's like word vomit you mm-hmm. know and like she's how like, she has hey, to lay
1: off in front of her new bo- new boo
0: you gotta reel it in because like he's patient but like how patient can you be you know yeah which i get like i mean listen and, and i'm pulling elisa i've pulled elisa on this podcast numerous times i've talked about my breakup like ad nauseum to everybody like (laughs) like read maddie like everyone has heard me talk about this breakup like but it truly like it's on that person's brain all day every day every second and you have to like let it out or it's gonna like eat you That's up true. yeah and it's like i need to start like writing it down like you need to start like writing down your feelings and like letting it out that way mm-hmm. or sometimes like what i do is like i'll like film a tiktok and like just like rant and then i'll delete it
1: <laughs> it's just and for it, yourself like oh, okay.
0: just to get it out you know and i feel like lisa needs to start doing filming that. a
1: tiktok <laughs>
0: i think she needs to like send out a snap to like a couple friends and like let it go like i'll do that some days like, to send, like to send it to lee a snap to leah black yeah go to <laughs> leah black i don't know but don't go to jody anymore about it like i would be like you know it's one thing to be like to call jody and be like oh my god like the cops just showed up like help yeah me. like that's another thing but like another thing to like rant and rant and then also like i find myself like when i'm in the situations i have to like The morning sucks and the night sucks because I'm by myself and it's the only thing that I can think about. But during the day, I'll have my coffee and I'm with my friends and I'm in these group chats talking with you guys. I go to like the movies or I go and hang out. I go to the bars with like my friends and that like distracts me. And so I don't talk about it as much. But like Lisa is like at these group events with like all her friends and this amazing hot man who apparently has a great dick and she's still (laughs) talking about it. So it's like.
1: Exactly. It's like when are you giving yourself a break? Right yeah and that's what they said that she needs to move out of that house she needs to get out of there let the mouse go let Let the the mouse mouse go
0: go. but anyways that's miami for you this week (laughs) let's get into the real housewives of potomac
3: Living. i don't know that's my sister's friend that's great is she your sister's friend are you lost who are, are you, lost? Lost? She's your are
4: you, are you lost she's not your friend are you lost? She not so your friend are you lost so why are you announcing she's her at your, your daughter's citizenship that
3: that was that was no when i think of a nigerian woman who is not only filled with tradition but also the modern world i think of levy
1: you
3: are cultural, but you are still Western, and I love that about you. Oh, she was there? Oh, my God. You're think-
0: Like, you're lost. All right, guys, let's talk about how we save the Real Housewives of Truth. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. It's like a running joke with you about Bravo fam. Like, whenever there's a show that's, like, struggling, we're, like, there was, like, a group chat one day. I think it was, like, during, like, when Atlanta was struggling, and we would always, like, on every segment of the podcast, we'd be like, guys, how do we fix Atlanta? And then Mo like DM'd us in like the group chat or whatever. And it was like, guys, we have to stop doing that in the episode. And now it's just become, it's just become like a running joke. Um, it's but, fun. It's,
1: we have to make fun or else we'll cry.
0: It's, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I've seen like, I saw some tweets like the other night where they're like, guys, real Housewives of Potomac isn't real Housewives of Potomac gang. And it's true, yeah. like it's like it's true. It's not Potomacing, and it's like sad because like Potomac was so freaking good. And I mean, like just like Reed says, like you're not gonna bat one thousand every single season. But then there's like some of the seasons that are like just completely like you're not batting anything. You're swinging. Yeah, yourself.
2: it's like them in Atlanta. I said this last week. Them in Atlanta this year, kind of having a flop off, which is unfortunate. And <clears throat> I also feel like I know that this isn't a completely comparable comparison. We were just saying how Miami. excuse me, hasn't changed at all like three seasons. I know that's not technically true for Potomac because plenty has changed, like Mia, Wendy, now we have NECA. But I feel like there's a similar effect happening where there are so many of the core originals still on our screens. And it's a double-edged sword because it like works. Like their dynamics are when they're good, they're so good. But I think we're seeing the other side of the sword right now where it's like certain things have just kind of gone stale. And well, I, Robin and Giselle, uh, to quote Karen, who won the Shade Award this week for Potomac, Robin will lie all day. For one, she'll lie even on Sunday. In your, mouth. your business is your business,
3: but Robin, is she a liar? She will lie for one, all day, all night, even on Sunday, she'll lie.
0: Reed has done the perfect... <laughs> i just have i've been noticing this throughout this entire podcast episode is reed is doing these as the oscars does the best picture nominations which is like (laughs) which is like every every like every 20 minutes someone comes out to present it like it's like between (laughs) the awards and they're
2: like gizelle and robert like so it's like so it's like
0: If this was the Oscars, right, okay, like the shadiest read would be like the shadiest confessionals award, at every like 30 minutes would come out onto the stage and would come out onto the stage and be like, and now he'd be like a woman in the Potomac region from Surrey County (laughs) struggled in life as a young girl, but now finds herself in an affluent neighborhood married to the black Bill Gates. (laughs) This is Karen Huger. Nominated for the Shadiest montage. Confessional Award, and
2: it, 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 it's, it's like very—he's he, no, done he's it for done- every segment. It play it would play a mo- it would play like a montage, and she'd be like, "Clankity clank." <laughs> <laughs> we should do that, like the awards or whatever. That that would would Broken so from funny. Hampton University. <laughs> <laughs> it's like violin music playing in the background. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like so good. I'm an award show freak, so.
1: <laughs> so- I think just to kind of rear back to why this isn't working, I think one of the reasons why I'm not enjoying this season is because what Zach mentioned earlier with Orange County, we could have a storyline coming with the John Jansen, um, Jesus Jugs storyline, and we don't want it to fall flat. We had a storyline of a takedown Juan Dixon delivered on a silver platter. That could have been the whole season and we would have fucking ate it up because we love taking down Michael Darby. We love taking down a shitty-ass husband. But instead, we're focusing on Neca, a girl we really don't know or give two shits about, and her fight with Wendy, who a lot of the viewers don't like. Not me. I'm a Wendy stand. But I'm just saying we're focused on stuff that we don't care about when there is good drama. It's like the Kardashians when there's all this good drama behind the scenes, all the Balenciaga drama, and we're focused on them doing pranks with Chris.
2: Maddie said, Am I a Wendy fan? <laughs> four degrees, what?
0: Yeah, no, literally. She's like, I'm a Stan. I no, have four and degrees I, agree. Than, what? And the <laughs> other thing that just like it's driving me nuts. And I know, like, in our first Potomac recap of the season, we talked about this, and Maddie was like, I like the little like graphic design is my passion, like, thing. I-
1: I take it back. I take it. Are you back. over
0: them now? Are you finally over them? Was it? I mean, was, it was the pie convincing now. for you when they were chopping up trying, Robin's face in the freezer? I was like
1: trying to find a positive because I was trying to psych myself up. I was trying to love the season, so listen, I was the
2: first episode of Atlanta. I was gagging. I was like, "It's gonna be so good, y'all!" And then it was like, and then, a then it struck like dun, quick turn. <laughs> <Listen laughs> you know, little narrator. He what he did not know.
0: No, um, I j- I just like don't understand. Like I literally, I think I have in my notes. Like what. What are Wendy and Nekka arguing about? Like, who is Lebby? No like, why did. are we
2: arguing about this? Like, We're
0: I
1: arguing about sisters and like cousins, and we don't know these no players, one... so we don't give a shit about them.
2: No one understands, and at the same time, it didn't look too good for Wendy with all that evidence in the end of the last episode. No, she looked like a mess. Like, she actually looked horrible at the end of that episode. Well, they actually had Karen on Watch What Happens Live, and it's if you guys, it was a really funny episode, and Karen basically said like uh wendy should have just said like i knew her when she's like she should have said i knew her from when because you can't take everybody where you're going like very much like a Karen <laughs> <heurism>. <laughs> uh,
0: also the other thing that i think i like the fourth wall break in certain instances like i think like if a fourth wall break is necessary i don't like when we're just like completely like this whole argument is contract negotiations The whole thing is about who got brought onto the show. They literally, and then they literally say before they would normally be like into this group, getting introduced into this group into the society. And they literally at the end of this episode was like, she wanted to be on the show, and she didn't want me on the show, and blah blah blah. I'm like, why are why are we doing that? I don't want to. I don't want to hear that part. Actually,
1: it's just getting like tiresome to listen to. I'm not in. I love mess hello, we all love mess. That's why we watch The Real Housewives. But when it's mess of people we don't care about and drama we don't care about, it's just, it's falling flat. It's, and why are they in Austin, Texas?
2: I think, <laughs> great question. I think this is their third <laughs> episode in a row, dragging this out between Nneka and Wendy. Like, it's gone it on. because I
0: watched the past three episodes today because I was so behind. It's gone on had no, too
2: long. It should have been a one episode story arc and then we should have moved on. Um. So, yeah. I think that yeah, this is what in, I'm the name, say. in the name of Jesus Christ, fire and thunder. Amen. Or whatever. I, I'm about to find a shrine and
0: pray for this goddamn show. That's yeah, that's what the shrine needs to be used for. You know, their name in a shrine, yeah. Um, I think that Robin like does not care, and I hate that. And it's don't like, okay, if you hurt. don't care, then get out of here. I don't want you on this show. Uh Ashley has lost the ability to craftly Create drama in a messy way,
1: that's the keyword craftly. She's creating drama, but it's not
0: it's not it's in not the way like she
1: used to do. nope,
0: it. she did it. She used to do it so flawlessly and eloquently, and like it was it was great. It was great. It was an art form before, and mm-hmm. now it's just like
2: dumb. And like, well,
0: listen, you know, listen, like, listen, you know like, you know,
2: like when you give an artist a faulty canvas, they, they can no. Only, that's
1: exactly it.
2: They can only make so much. You can't ask for a Mona Lisa. I mean, OK, I guess you're right
0: with that. But also,
2: th- like, this is the cast.
0: Is not hitting at all to the point where, like, I'm liking Giselle this season? Like, that's
2: weird. Like, I
1: I, I think shut your mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah. Shut your fucking <laughs> whore mouth. Um, on watch what happens live wow okay drag me on watch what happens <laughs> live they had karen play a game who deserves more respect out of the two women that they would put on the screen and she was like making hot takes throughout like she picked different people for different reasons and then they 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 put giselle and robin on the screen at the same time or no it was sharice and robin and Karen just goes silent. She just looks to this, to, looks at Andy, and doesn't say anything. And the like, she was like, "Nope, neither." Like she, she stays on their neck, but I think it's kind of like warranted. Like they aren't doing anything to deserve being there. And Karen's Karen's kind of like
0: carrying it for me. Like she's got funny confessionals. Like so she, funny. she,
1: thank God, she's so the only funny. one making it watchable. Other yeah. than the pie drama, I didn't get that.
0: Yeah, I, the, I didn't and, understand that, and I and didn't like the Karen, graphic
2: another Karenism. I don't put the whole pie in my mouth though. <laughs> like I was like what are you
0: I did like I, Robin did eat this one thing up uh, when she was like a quarter. <laughs> she was like a half of a half and she's like a quarter. She's, like oh. <laughs> I was like okay you ate that actually. You ate,
1: you ate that one thing. You ate
0: that one thing. Um I don't know guys. Do you have any else
1: <laughs> I hate when we get got-
0: There's always the like, guys this always happens to like one show. We always do yeah, one recap you know. for one show. Where we're just like, do you guys have anything else to say about it? I don't well, have anything else to say about I it. This happened know. to Jersey. It's happened to Atlanta. It's happened to Potomac
2: now. Yeah, yeah there's always an ugly stepsister. And <laughs> there's one right now as well.
1: Well, the thing is, if this season is bad, it only means like it can only go, go up from here.
2: <laughs> it's darkest before the dawn. I, exactly. like that. I like that optimism. Yeah. Um, I'm
0: trying. I'm
1: trying. I love these girls. So <laughs> the dark
2: is I, the do I do too.
0: I do <laughs> too. Not just... the
1: reboot. <laughs> do you guys
0: want to know something that I've like noticed, kind of, and I I know it's not every season, but I always uh, I always think about a a show's season, like season five, compared to another show's season five. Like historically, um, season fours have been pretty good. Um, in the franchises, mm-hmm. and then Beverly historically, and, like, uh, Beverly, of course, there's like one that's like, not. You no, know, there's an anomaly to the there's like, always one that's like, yeah. not, but like, historically, yeah. um, season twos are usually really pretty good. Uh, season eights, I've noticed historically, are not the best. Mm-hmm. Like, Atlanta season eight isn't really the best. Mm-hmm. Um, like Beverly Hills season eight is not the best, but nine uh, and ten of it Nine late. and tens are pretty good. Um, I'd say like I don't know. It's just it's just interesting comparing like the number
2: the actual number Vanderpump like. Rules eight was like really bad, More like eight, All Stars eight,
1: Southern Charm eight,
2: <laughs> Drag like, I'm talking Housewives. I know, but I'm saying I think I think eight might there might be something about eight. No,
1: Jersey Eight is good because that's when we get Jen. Jersey Eight is good. That's like Uh, one, and
0: also OC Eight is good too. Yeah, Um, but maybe Beverly Hills Eight Um, is bad. New York Eight is great. Yeah, actually, New New York Eight
1: is. That's during the height, the seven through eleven.
0: Yeah, I'm. Maybe I'm. I don't know. Maybe my. Maybe you're
1: just trying to find a reason why it sucks, and the reason why it sucks is, um, I can tell you right now, Giselle and Robin fired. Get him out of I, here.
0: I don't think that Giselle should be fired, actually.
1: I know you like her right now. For no, I
0: don't, I don't. I don't. It's like, it's not that I'm a Giselle stand. I actually like hate her. I think she's like really like an awful person, but like, I just think that right now Ashley's not doing well. I think Ashley
2: should go, and I think that Robin should. I go. almost think the Giselle Karen dynamic is like a package deal. Like people, it's not. Yeah, actually, I feel like it's, Karen not actually, and- it's not actually Giselle and Robin that are a pa- package deal. I deals. agree. It's, it's actually Giselle and Karen because. It's sort of like the foil. It's like they are like arch nemesis, yeah, like, exactly. Karen can wipe the floor with anybody, but it it's no, it's more, it's never been more enjoyable than when it's to Giselle, toward Giselle, and also her sidekick Robin.
0: <laughs> Karen and Karen and Giselle are like to quote in like read terms of nerd nerd, nerdography mm-hmm. Star Wars. <laughs> it's like Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker yeah the duel of the fates okay you know like i think That's like you just fight. can't like yeah um so i think we keep giselle this is who i'd probably like let go and i like i'm sorry maddie to your mind. like i love her but what well, wendy doesn't wendy her, i think yeah. wendy can go i like her it's not even that i don't oh, it's not sense. It's not that i don't like her it's like i don't Yeah, think you're, you're gonna say
1: this but you're gonna be eating your words like you are with cynthia bailey Saying you miss Cynthia Bailey.
0: I didn't say that.
1: You said that on the Married to Med recap. And
0: I
2: didn't have such thing.
1: <laughs> yes, you did. I,
0: I said I miss her a little bit. Not like anything. Like a, not like I want her to like have I a full-time they, contract. I, I think they could
2: honestly cut like I think I want them to be a little radical. I like, think they could cut half the cast. As long
1: as, as they don't it. cut Candace, they, my yeah. queen.
2: No, but I think Candace and Ashley are just like Karen and Giselle, like foils. I think those four should stay. But I think me, I sorry, Mia. But I think yeah. Mia, Wendy and Neca could all go, and they could like forge a new path. But they could also bring like a, I, I know Zach, you disagree, but like, and I know she's psycho now. But
0: <laughs> Katie Ross would be like, I cannot they read? That is, I th- know. There's, Okay, there's certain things like that are more realistic. There's things that are like unrealistic in the Bravo community. And like one of them is actually becoming more and more realistic, is like Nini possibly coming back. Like Candy even said that she would welcome her back with open arms. And like now Bravo's like following her again. So like that is actually more of a glimmer of hope than like but ever. But like everything. I would say I would say like I'd say we'd have a
2: better chance of like Bethany Frankel coming back than Katie Ross coming back. Well, like I like truly. Well here's what I'll say to you, Zach. If Bravo has taught us anything. Never say never. Okay. People come back. But people do come back, but they're not people that should
0: be in a psych ward. Like, like, (laughs) like
2: Denise Denise was pushing it.
0: (laughs) Have you ever watched, have you ever watched, like, one of, like, Katie Ross's, like, unhinged, like, lives? I have not seen her since she the show. You need to
1: watch her Instagram lives. Yeah,
0: you need to watch when she posts. Do you remember when she posted, like, all the blood
2: all over her? Do you remember that? And people were, like, so worried about her. Tweeted the other day and I laughed. She was like, "I have to get over my boyfriend, so fine, I'll stop having sex with him." Uh, Actually, <laughs> I have to get over my ex-boyfriend, so yes, I've I've decided to take y'all's advice and stop having sex with him. Like it was so like she's unhinged in like a bad like in like a bad way.
0: Like it's like where it's like a fear. Like I kind of like I think no one I think no one would let her on. Because they fear for her life.
1: Like she wouldn't pass like, like the test you have to no, take. No, she wouldn't pass. Yeah. She wouldn't pass like the mental health.
0: I like, just have exam, like, one, like
2: I have this one specific quote and like seared into my memory when I think of her. And this is who she is to me forever, for eternity. Sorry that I said you were dumb. Maybe I meant
1: that you and were meant you were stupid. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's not
0: funny, Katie. It it's funny. It's, it's it funny. Maybe it is I'm funny. Stupid. That equally has my favorite Robin moment too. Like when, when Robin Robin's like, just
1: laughing in the like corner. laughing.
0: She can't like like that. Is like you want to know? <laughs> I I I miss I miss like buzz cut Robin. Like I miss like short <laughs> yeah, hair Robin. Rihanna uh, rated R. Yeah, Robin. I miss rated R. Robin. Really? <laughs> okay. So, Reed, can you make that like a cover? Can you like? Can you like do your AI thing <laughs> yes. and make like Robin like the Rihanna, Rihanna cover?
2: Um. I
0: would make her track. List. Oh,
2: you know how they had the Karen Huger Renaissance track list. Yeah, yeah. I would make the Rated R track list for Robin, but all of mine would be like negative about her. Like <laughs> it would be go, like it would be like hard. Hard would be soft. <laughs> it <laughs> would be like it would be like photographs in the
0: laundry map featuring Juan. I am. Juan <laughs> I
2: am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Rude boy would be um, Juan Dixon cheated on me. Um, <laughs> anyways um, we're so we're so fucking stupid <laughs> but like someone did point out the last thing i'll say someone did point out that like potomac started off as a show heavily leaning into etiquette culture and i think that like if they could get back to a little bit of the socialite maybe it's not katie ross anymore but someone like her and how ashley started um like getting back to a little bit more of like the elegant high high society lifestyle of this area and like they're they're around Washington D.C., so there's plenty of elites. In.
0: We used to go to galas. We used to go to charity events, we and used now to go we go to, to
2: pickleball with, with paper plates we and used hamburgers. Press conferences.
1: I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, season three Potomac women would not have went to Karen's pickleball event and not dragged it through the mud.
0: No, a hundred percent. Like the
1: paper plates, the weird, like plastic to go containers with all the graduation
0: the Midwest graduation party like set up season
1: season three women would have like turned their nose up at it and talked shit about it to Karen and they all just were fine with it so something does have to change you're right right there's got
0: to be a shift but anyways that is our Real Housewives of Potomac recap. You just heard us like, you know, spitballing, you know, how we always are with like trying to come up with how do we fix these shows? How do we cast them? How do we, <laughs> we what do we do? do? And we talk, you know, and it's always coming from a good place. We don't want to see these shows fail. We we love these shows. We want to see them. It's feedback. It's if feedback. I could
2: have all four of these shows right now, all be like 10 out of 10. I think I would explode, but I would love it. So, I would love it. I would love it. Well,
0: that is our episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. You know where to find us at about underscore Bravo on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon. We've got episodes coming out like every month, multiple times in the month. So make sure to subscribe. A little bit goes a long way to help this podcast. So, And thank you if you are subscribed. We really appreciate it. And we love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.
2: Bye.
1: Bye.